Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts, Greg, Mike, and Shaft. How y'all doing? Good morning. Today? I'm doing great. Good morning. I'm glad to hear it. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> your time, your, your clock is way off, but... Not for those Welcome. that are not for those that are uh, listening to this in the morning commute to work. Well, you'd have to say good their... all day or something because you never know when people are. Well, just, for us, John, I'll just say good day. The greetings, yeah. just say greetings. Greetings, programs. All right, come on. After almost shalom. <laughs> after all the time we've been doing this, we haven't hidden the fact we do these at night. We've been hiding that fact. That's no, okay. we, haven't. Richard, we haven't. Richard tried to pull off the funny joke like. And, that didn't I didn't, work. you know, my other shows were scripted and it was a big shock to the whole world. But, you know, that went over like a fart in church. So Only to you. Mike and I found it funny. In uh, your own minds. Yeah. It was funny I at was... the moment. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what do we decide we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about Disney and the economy and what well, everybody else park, is talking or... about right now, the economy. Okay, well, with the Disney spin, right? The best we of can. Course. Yes. Park visitation spin. Well, visitation okay. projects are projects going on hold. Are things taking longer? Uh, are certain cutbacks because of the economy, or is Disney taking advantage of a lull to do some other things? You know, which all those which things. is, you know, Greg and I were talking about it a little earlier. It's kind of sometimes hard to tell because. Disney will say a lot of things and, oh, here's our plan, but suddenly a couple months later, some of that never happens. Some of that never comes to fruition. Um, some of that has taken drastic 90-degree turns in the process. So sometimes it's just hard to say that, okay, and, and the topic came up on the expansion of California Adventure. Is that being delayed? Well, you know, there was it took 10 years to get the project done from Westcott to what we have you know, in 2001. Yeah, no, they, they don't move that quick on that sort of stuff. I mean, they're, they are moving forward, right? The, the, the lake or whatever it is they call it is drained. Yeah, the, uh, the, the bay is drained and they're currently the, installing the world of color. The scaffolding uh, is up around the sun wheel or whatever they're going to call it now. And that's supposed to come down, I think, in another three months. It re was originally scheduled to reopen, I think, think late 2009 now i think i saw the schedules supposed to come down like march or april well you know the travelers just did a show and i wasn't on it that week um i just listened to it today about rehabs you know plan accordingly because rehabs happen do your yeah, research but yeah. a lot of the rehabs have no announcement of when it will reopen simply that there is a rehab for an unspecified amount of time which, on one hand, Disney has no obligation to tell you how long a rehab is going to be. On the other hand, for quite a while now, they have told you what the length of the rehab is, and you can plan accordingly. But back in the old days, like when we worked there prior to that, a lot of that information just wasn't given out, wasn't widely available. And I think, and that's one thing, this is one thing I always try to explain, you know, you always have guests coming into the parks, well, why do you have to do this? You know, as both of you well know, every attraction at that the parks show. have to close down for a minimum of uh, two weeks to where they literally take things apart and then put them back, make sure they're working the way they're supposed to, and then they put them back together. And that's every attraction throughout the park. 
during the slow periods of time, like now, January, February, March, this is when the majority of that takes place. So right now, currently, Haunted Mansion and Small World are down, one, for the redressing to the original show, but this is also... Right, and this is also the time they have to do a, a, a rehab or a refurbishing on it. But in, but because you only have these couple months periods, they'll double up on a couple of the attractions there. Um, yeah, they never really, they're scheduled months. In fact, you, you can almost sit your, like Haunted Mansion, Small World, because they're closing down from Christmas. You can guarantee the Monday after New Year's Day, they will both be down, and they'll be down from anywhere from three to four weeks. Um, most of these things are scheduled well in advance. The company knows uh, the cast members are there. There is information where the cast members can get information. Uh, this was never made it known to the public over the last few years. Yeah, they started uh, advertising when certain things would be closed because people were complaining. You know, I came all the way from Timbuktu and just to see this one attraction, and you have it closed. Oh, by yeah, the but, way, oh. that. Sorry, our first tangent of the night. <laughs> that reminded me. I don't know why. I was listening to Character Breakfast at lunch today. Maybe that was why. Um, there was they had an update on the news. You heard about the people, the two people with the segways that sued uh, because Disney wouldn't right. let them in. They yeah. say that's their that's their wheelchair. I'm putting that's the air their... quotes up. You know, yeah, that's yeah. their their. Yeah. What are they? They call. What are they trying to e- call people ECB. now? People. With limited mobility, right? So now they're okay. They're no longer gimps. They're no longer <laughs> handicapped. They're no longer retards. They're no longer whatever the the, the names we used to use for people with it's disabilities. Like so much PC, it uh, changes every Yeah, now week. it's people with limited mobility. I guess these people were saying it was a degrading to have to sit in an ECV because Disney's saying here is our version. Yeah, yeah. ECV. So they sued, and um, the funny thing was. It was thrown out of court because they had no no trips scheduled to go to Walt Disney World. <laughs> they had no what? Trips scheduled for what? They, they, they had no trips booked or scheduled to go to Walt Disney World. And according to oh. the law, so, you can't claim... A, no damages, right? Yeah, you can't claim damages if there are none. Well, so what they did, promptly booked vacations to Walt but Disney World. And, and they go, so go back to... So I, I may not have this exactly straight, but what has happened is... Each there were three plaintiffs <coughs> altogether. The uh, first two plaintiffs I think are getting four thousand dollars each, uh, and they can apply that towards a vacation at Walt Disney World. The lawyers between the two lawyers, uh, seventy thousand dollars between those two lawyers. The third lawyer is still in negotiation, and Disney is going to allow some kind of device, and it's going to be available by. February or uh, April, supposedly, some kind of four-wheel device that is more like a Segway. Now, there is a four-wheel Segway, and I saw it when there's I was a, at yeah, in Florida in their interventions. Too, yeah. And um, so supposedly that's going to be available, be able to rent like an ECV. And then these people, these two uh, people with damages, because I, I'm sure they were so emotionally and physically damaged over this, uh, will get a complimentary use, I think, their first time back. Uh, for that, those devices. I'm sorry, that is so lame. That goes, that goes so well, much. Th- what did they? You know, no, no pun intended. That is so lame. Um, <laughs> fine, <laughs> make this new vehicle available, but to give them four grand, yeah. where were they damaged that they should get anything? You know, this, yeah, this and the lawyers that scooped up seventy grand out of Disney yeah, for it. For you know, for those 
of us that live here in Southern California, that we have a radio station KFI, uh, and a couple of the uh, afternoon personalities, John and Ken. About a year, two years ago, they were going after this one lawyer and lawyer firm that went after these ADA cases and specified damages. Basically, it was strong-arming businesses to just pay them off on non-existent ADA damage cases. And well, this they, sounds so yeah. much like that. They were also doing things like, you know, when you work on cars, you have to fill out certain forms, check off certain boxes, and they were basically blackmailing all kinds of businesses yeah. that their paperwork wasn't in order and, and they made a lot of money. And yeah. They finally got exposed. But anyways, that's a discussion for another show. I just popped into my yeah. mind uh, when you talked about it, because they had talked about the same thing, what some rehabs are going on, things yeah. like that. But uh, I, I think part of the reason, going back onto the original schedule, I think part of the reason the rehabs, they've stopped giving out the schedules out to the public at no, least. No, it's, it's still out there? It's still going out. Okay. What I'm saying is sometimes, for instance, py a mansion's going down. Well, right now, you're going to have a couple people eaters down. Uh, Small World's going and back mansion, down to yeah. take the holiday, and the mansion's going down for They're about, per, both currently about two down months. For okay. about, yeah, well, one month each. Uh, the schedule goes to February, so that's over February, a month. No, that's one month. It goes to February 7th. They had it like at the 15th or 20th. You can look it up in your, your portal if you want. Uh, uh, February has just listened it. Listed February sixth for the one attraction and February thirteenth for the other. Which which is which? Uh, I believe it's February sixth is Small World. You believe comes up. or you know? I am guessing. You don't. Know. I got a fifty-fifty okay. 50 chance. So I can tell you definitely one is. As February soon as the 6th, mansion the comes back 13th. up, Pirates is going down. Pirates is going down for an unspecified amount of time. Were they doing and they've got. I don't know what they're doing. Did you got some weird rehabs like uh, Mark Twain? Two days. <laughs> Well, painting, okay. Probably, what I was going to say know, before your, was a boiler. before your tangent was that um, you know in the old days you can pretty much figure that all the rehabs would be done in time for summer, mm -hmm. right? Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. You had a lot of right. stuff in April and May. The a lot of the big ones getting you know going down, uh, but now especially with Florida being more of a year-round you know resort destination, and actually in fact Disneyland being much more crowded on a year-round. Uh, than it used to be. Yeah, there there really isn't a slow period nowadays around Disneyland. <laughs> no, there isn't. Not 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 like there used to be. Not like there used to be. But you also have less attractions available than you used to too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, should 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 I list them for someone oh, who works there and doesn't notice these lots things? Lots of attractions have closed. No, okay. no Skyway sucked up a lot of people. No People Mover sucked up a lot of people. No Carousel Theater sucked up a well, lot of yeah, people. No, you got yep. interventions there though. Yeah, but is that hey, really hey, I, I'm, a lot just, of I'm just saying you, you, there is a replacement uh, attraction. Sort of. There's sort of something. Regardless there. of whether you like it or dislike it, it still exists and it's, it takes the place of it's one. It's sort of. There. I will grant you Skyway and People Mover because there's nothing that replaced them. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure I could find some other ones that aren't always operating, but you get my point. There's less things to do today than Yet there there's were. more attractions listed. Well, yeah, on the because official guide today they, than there they were list in the all past. kinds of crap as attractions. But you go back like to the, the original... shooting gallery, which has yeah. always been listed as an attraction. And there used to be two shooting galleries. <laughs> well, now there's one in a, the, in a Indiana Jones store. The World of Aluminum, or whatever it was called. Was yeah, the World of as Aluminum. An attraction yeah. too. Well, now you got Star Tours there. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, okay. So back to the economy and Disney. So, uh, all right. where did, go ahead. I was just going to say, 
well, we were talking about rehabs. Where, where did the question of uh, rehabs, you, you were leading up to a point on rehabs in the economy there. You think he was? I thought no. he was. No, I, I, uh, Are we doing more or less? I think it was, was that where you were heading towards I, on something no, like that? No, Greg or? was the one that brought up the rehab schedule from the Travelier show that he, that he wasn't a part of. No. So was a, that was a tangent to a tangent to a tangent. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I was Sounds gonna, like it. I was just going to bring up the some of the stuff that, um, like, for example, the annual pass that you can now buy with payments. You know, Well, for th- the amount that, <laughs> that they cost. <laughs> That's okay, like but a car payment. But seriously, you know, the cheapest one's like five bucks a month. Because, they, you know, you buy a one-day ticket and you use that your deposit slash down payment for your annual pass. So what's the cheapest annual pass? $120? Yeah. One-day park hopper is $69? Well, perhaps no, we need to no, re- refocus our thought of what we're... Are we, are we going to talk about what Disney's not doing or what they are doing? Oh, our, I was... Our, you know, are things going on extended well, rehab because of the economy? Because they don't think people are coming. Are they offering? I think they. I think what you're just mentioning about the AP is a direct response to the economy. Is if people don't have fifteen hundred bucks in their pocket to drop for family of four on APs, they might be able to go for sixty bucks a month and schedule. Or also, yeah, and also I th- I think even. With or without the economy, I think that's just a flat-out marketing plan. Well, I think it's a great it's, idea. It's, it's great because it makes makes something much more palatable. But it's only for locals. It's not for Correct. like yeah. Chris in Canada. And I don't, I don't, I haven't seen any announcements for this being done in Florida. But but it makes things much more palatable, and we we've seen that uh, all three of us have seen that firsthand when we had our twenty-dollar days. You know, you don't <laughs> think that there's that much. Man, talk about the people that came in there, but just throw the price up by $4, it changed your clientele drastically. And I think that's the same thing here. You have you can shell out you know $350 a person per ticket, average family of four. What do you got now? You got uh, $1,400. Or you can spread that out over a number of months where it comes down to $50, $40 or $50 a month. And people go in, all four of them, for $50 that month once or twice that month and they feel like they're getting a real deal which they are but now it becomes a lot more palatable to them that they're only making payments of you know fifty dollars a month to do it a couple times rather than you know fork over fourteen hundred dollars right off the yeah, get-go and it's gonna you know drive attendance up even more or you know add to the crowds but, or but that's the name of the game when it comes down to the business end of it is to co- continuously have the yeah, yeah. large crowds throughout the year because and that's why, as Greg was pointing out, they're going after the local crowd because these are the people that are going to be coming in during the quote-unquote use what used to be an off-season, more so than coming in during the summer months when you have a lot more people coming from long distances. Well, I'm not, I'm not especially happy with their their plan to do that because. Well, me neither. I like coming in on lesser days, and as it's, I've been noticing. It seems like we go into the. Uh, parks fewer and fewer because it just seems so much more crowded yeah it's a great big pain in the ass <laughs> oh wait well you so, you think because it they're going to spread out the annual pass it will increase the sales it's not replacing sales that might have went away because of the increasing cost you think correct. it will actually add more yes i, I personally do yeah more. i think it will add more which i think that in turn 
you've kind of answered the initial question, is Disney suffering? Well, I can't speak for Walt Disney World, and I'm sure they probably are hurting since I think they're, they're hurting. You, you guys were both over there the last month, so you can tell a lot better if, was it more crowded or less. But I think as far as the Disneyland in, we've actually had kind of a reverse because people, since most of the crowd that comes to Disneyland live within a day's drive of Disneyland, People, instead of taking long trips, are staying closer to home, and they'll take that day trip or maybe even a two-day trip to Disneyland because it is right here local. Yep. So I've, I've actually seen it. I, I, in my personal opinion, my personal viewpoint, now, you know, others will, can always, you know, differ from my opinion, but I think we've actually seen an increase over the last, uh, well, since some, an increase in attendance for this year over the same period of time last year. Because of cheaper no, the cheaper annual passing just started. So, no, I, I just think overall people we're, we're getting a larger crowd because people aren't taking those big two thousand dollar a person trips out to Hawaii or over to uh, New York or Yosemite. They're staying home, and rather than spend two thousand dollars a person, they can spend a couple hundred dollars a person and go to Disneyland for a day or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think you might be a little off in your economics of a couple thousand dollars to go to Hawaii, but. Uh, but well, I'm just I, I using get, that I as get a, your gist. Yes, that, uh, it's cheaper to drive down to Disney and stay in a you know flea bag motel, <laughs> or even even if you're not staying in a flea bag motel, they're here locally. They might well, you know. yeah, locals uh, spend a day. At, but you know, a day at Disneyland is not a inexpensive venture by any means. No, it's not. I mean, what's it cost for a family of five park hoppers? About. For Five over five hundred dollars for yeah. a day, yeah. You know, a day, not a whole trip. You know, you talked about going somewhere else. You might get a week out of a certain amount of money, but no, it's. I think it's definitely going to get worse as far as crowds because it's going to be cheaper to get in. Which is better for my stock portfolio. Oh uh, well, yeah, potentially. Now there again, these people have to continue to make their payments. Now there and goes people who maybe can't drop the fifteen hundred bones for the family of four, and then they start making payments, and whoops, they skipped the kids' payment, and they made their, you know, uh, I, if people are in that bad of straits, they is it be, smart economically now anyway. to yeah, yeah. finance something? Yeah. But then there goes there goes the. Uh, but people are stupid. They will. There's the there's the uh, other edge of that sword is, okay, they realize. It's five hundred dollars a day to take the family in. For fifteen hundred, we can come here all year. Yeah, no, so they, I, I, I well, totally I'm, well, get just, the economics. I'm just today, going. Yeah. I'm just going on this one. So they drop the fifteen hundred dollars payments or no payments, whatever. Now, okay, we got three days worth of pay off them, but now for the other three hundred and sixty-two days, they can come in without having to pay that. So is that worse economically for Disneyland or not? No, I, I mean I think this is a smart move by. Disney to do this, I uh, I think it's going to be real smart for them. No, okay, we've talked about this long time ago. Is it annual pass holders don't spend the money nearly as much as tourists do? So yes, their their gate numbers, you know, the turnstile clicks will go up, but the actual money spent per individual walking through the front gate, I think, is going to go down. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, 
if I go in there for two hours, I'm probably not spending any money. But if we go in there for a day, you know, like we went in Christmas Eve, we had a lunch and a dinner there. It's not we we didn't don't buy a lot of tourist junk, but we bought a little bit and we you know we had food. So I'm not sure if you can totally say no because if annual pass holders go in there for any amount of time, I think they'll at least eat one meal and we okay. we know what it's like at like Florida. It's it's like a rite of passage for annual pass holders to go in and hang out. They eat, uh, they snack maybe, and I think you'll find the same thing at Disneyland. People who go, go, and do little things like that. They don't maybe bring home the trinkets. Okay, and which I'm sure affects the bottom line in some fashion. Well, I'm sure it is, but I don't think they're hurting on trinket sales. Uh, but I, th I think that is a point because everybody I know of that is an annual pass holder, that's one of their favorite things is they d do tend to go to Disneyland. They have their particular watering hole or feeding trough that they like to go to, and they'll hang out there for a few hours. And they might not yeah. intend to buy lunch there. Using up $50 worth of space and time for a $10 sandwich. No, and no, au contraire. What they'll do is they won't buy that $10 sandwich. But they will buy the eight, you know, the three dollar churro and the eight dollar uh, layer cake several times all over. Oh, and you have to wash that down, so you still need the three, you know, the two and a half, three dollar uh, soda to go along with. But you that. can refill now. <laughs> can you refill them now? Oh yeah. I haven't, seen the, I haven't seen the refillable cups. All I've seen is still the paper cups over there. That's what I mean. No. You take your paper cup like you do at McDonald's and oh. walk up to the dispenser oh. and fill it up again. <laughs> well, you know, we, we had, not all locations have that, and quite frankly, it's only the people looking to make over on the company. Now, if I mean at El Zocal, yeah, Zocalo, I, I'll walk back and refill. Uh, French, not French Market, Cafe or you know, French Market, I might walk back in there and refill. Yeah. But on average, you know, if you go to Tomorrowland Terrace, you're not getting a refill. Right. You're Correct. going uh, PI, Village House. PI, they give you a cup for, they'll give you a, a paper cup to refill before you leave. Okay. Yeah, but but most of That's... the people I think that are hanging out, so to speak, are at places like Tomorrowland Terrace or Riverbell Terrace or, um, you know, the uh, Stage Shore Cafe, Hungry Bear Restaurant, they have their particular places where they just like to hang out and watch things go by. And they're generally not because uh, they do need to have some sort of flow going through. It's definitely not going to be in a full-service restaurant. It's not going to be in your Blue Bayou. It's not going to be in your Cafe Orleans. And it rarely uh, is in your Plaza Inns and French markets. I mean, there are a few that go to the Plaza Inn and French market that We'll just hang out in those areas, especially French Market, since they have the, uh, jazz, the band. jazz bands there. But I think those are few and far between as compared to the other places like uh, the Terrace uh, and Hungry Bear and whatnot. I, I don't know. I still think that, I mean, because my personal trips, I mean, heck, even think about West Fest, right? When, you know, you got 40 people that show up there for to do that stuff. They'll buy the food, they'll buy a beer or whatever, but they're not, a, a whole lot of them aren't buying a whole lot of trinkets. Well, I guess some of the vacation, well, that's a bad example. We don't buy trinkets, like you said, Greg. Well, we, we Sometimes we go there for a meal, sometimes we go there for the express purpose of a meal, for a celebration or whatever, but heck, the last time I bought a oh, plush, I can't remember. 
Is, well, is that well, a I mean, plug not... for the new thing? Oh, where yeah, where are you from, Brenton? No, no. <laughs> well, we're not buying plushes either. It's an occasional this or that, you know. Yeah, but seriously, take the food take the food equation out. If you spend half a day at the park, you know, you and I are of the same mind where we'll okay, we'll have a meal here because that's the kind of thing. And then Richard's whole you know little rambling point about their people have their favorite watering holes, but that's where it stops. A guy who's a tourist, a person who's a tourist, is going to buy more than one trinket of the, as a remembrance of their first ever trip to Disneyland or the second in their life where they brought their kids back to see what they saw when they were a kid. I just don't think that a, a annual pass holder spends in the park as much as a tourist does. Who do you think is buying all the, uh, let's say, the Still, pins, for example? Um, That's not, you know, Podunk Joe from... Wisconsin. That's no, you know. but that's not your standard AP either. Oh, that's I don't know. That's, that's you don't think it, you don't think pin whores are you don't think pin sharks are a subset of the AP group? Yes, I do. All right, but I do believe a lot of uh, get beyond the 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 whores and the sharks. Uh, they're feeding on people, and the the chum that they're feeding on <laughs> is the average. AP or you know local visit the park collector collector you know okay yeah then there's the 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 Oshevsky you know or Zuski whatever they call them I'm convinced I'm confusing you know, the the people that buy the uh, the little attraction models you know those are big money yeah yeah, yeah I mean they, there there's always there's plenty of but how many that... of them go to Disneyland to buy those or do they order them online or no most of the, my I I have to say well of course my experience is inside Disneyland but most of the stuff I've seen that gets ordered on things like that they prefer that's their excuse to go into the park to look it over and order it more so than to do su do such a thing online in fact unfortunately or fortunately whatever the case might be I know there's been a number of people that come in here a into Disneyland and buy things regularly, and then they resell it almost right off the bat off of eBay. And, and uh, uh, you know, showing things on eBay and online that way to other people that, that will buy them online. Well, there are, there are some stores. Like, there's one on my, my street in downtown Orange who sells all that stuff. So... I mean, there are well, yeah. There's there are those places around. There's those stores and that one that we always pass by out in the middle of Barstow, in the middle of the desert, on the way to uh, Las Vegas, that the has a big sign Disney. Yeah, and it's all the surplus stuff that Disney was trying to get rid of that they go out there and they sell it to whoever wants to get that Disney stuff. There's that warehouse too in Florida that gets big old freaking ride vehicles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, those guys too. Disney Surplus. They're, actually, I saw on their website there uh, is going to be a West Coast version of that very soon. But we're not closing attractions fast enough out here to do that. Uh, they're still crap laying around in the oh, back. There... Yeah. T. Irby chopped most of that up. <laughs> now, I didn't think, what, uh, you know, we just got back from Mouse Fest. I don't believe it was any less attended than it was last year. Uh, from what I understood, the Mega Mouse Meet was very, very well attended. Um, I think they needed to book a certain amount of rooms. They they met that goal. Uh, How would you say the overall crowds, though? Not necessarily. Well, I thought it was the same. 
I thought it was about the same. What's funny is is Mel, the bleeping wife, thought it was getting too crowded. And I'm like, God, I've killed for days like this at Disneyland. And she thought it was too crowded for this time of year. <laughs> okay. You know, so uh-huh. I'm like, you, you, no one's ever happy, right? It's either too crowded or it's not crowded enough. <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the year of nothing. No kidding. The year Same of here. I mean, it's not gonna happen, I've, though. I've heard some other podcasts complaining that there's nothing going on this year. You know, fine. We're glad the year of years of a million dreams, dreams is over. They think the new celebration is horrible. I and think it's great. I, I think we're gonna get thinking, seventy bucks to spend for free. You know, show up on your birthday, get seventy bucks. I'm thinking back more towards the old days where. You make something special by having it for a short period of time or once every five years. But so what if there's no parade midweek? Have the little, I'm sure they'll have the little, uh, you know, characters on a right or the uh, main street cars go down the street and sing in la la. Um, That's what we used to have midweek in a winter. You might get the omnibus or the fire truck with a couple of characters, or they had one or two special floats that were basically just well, yeah, the a quick drive. Cavalcade. Yeah, the like the cavalcade. cavalcade. Um, and that's what you had. The weekends, you got the fireworks, maybe, it's their time of years. And I mean, some people are complaining now because you're going to go to Florida and Fantasmic may only play three times, four times a week. Are they cutting oh, parades? My. Are they going to cut parades at Disneyland now that you bring that up? Uh, yes, yeah, the, the parade, parade. Well, the parade of dreams is ended. The parade of dreams is ended, and there's no. There is no parade slated. until uh, Easter vacation in March. And is it going to be parade and of there, dreams again, or? No, it's it's a completely new parade. It's a celebrations parade, and there is another reason that I was going to bring up onto this tangent. We were talking about rehabs. Um, this is not been, a tangent. This is still kind of part what of it. Is uh. After 28 years, they're redoing the tracks, the trolley tracks, and as a part of that, they're repaving all of Main Street from dirt on up. I, I actually I happened to know that there. because I... You were there over the weekend. No, I wasn't. Oh. I had a meeting today with some contractors who are doing the work. Oh, they're doing the work. Okay. And he talked about the theme barricades. They had to put up one night, and then they wanted to come back and redo them the next night. Um, theme barricades is the standard construction walls that they put around this uh, he whole called thing. them theme that must be what disney's That's, telling they were them dressed they up a bit though uh, 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 but i'm thinking they redid they're, those they're, they're, i thought they redid those tracks when i worked there the, no it was uh if i remember correctly it was right around about the just before the 25th anniversary i think is when mm-hmm. they went up and that would coincide with the reason why i can't find any of my pictures i went looking for the pictures of it and i don't that know was the I'm whole set of pictures that got sure. stolen I know the, they've the, done the center section between the tracks multiple times. Well, they've done they've repaved it, but they haven't pulled they haven't pulled I, the railing. I up. swear, some rails, maybe maybe only partial, not the whole track. I'm I was positive some, but it doesn't really matter. They're redoing the rails. They're right redoing now. it, yep. and, and that's that's going to take the next three months that's to do. It's going to affect traffic down Main Street. Uh huh. Yeah. You, well, you have the entire uh, you know, east side of me. This side is of what facilities is management on. does, right? Right. They say okay. They work with the park, and they say, the celebration's over, this parade's going dark. So they're not coming back. Okay, now facilities can go in there, and they can schedule three months. That saves entertainment from having to have a parade <laughs> right away. They can come back. You know, This actually and, is good 
kind of the way we used and, to work back years ago. And I was going to say you took advantage of these slow times. This is down. You redo and, that. You swap this around here and there. And that's what I was going to say. That's you know people say. Yeah, I know. That, you just weren't getting around to it. So <laughs> I <wasn't gonna> <laughs> bite me a big one. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I was going to say. These when we were talking about rehabs, these things are planned out months and months in advance because. Yeah, they, they're talking to park operations. They're talking about entertainment where they have the least amount of effect and when those different areas might be able to do something else. In this case, park operations, this is giving their chance to be able to put all their Main Street vehicles down for a rehab. And no parade for entertainment, but in the meantime, we have Fantasmic every night going on. So, yeah, I wonder, when, I wonder if they're going to change that once the uh, this new little cavalcade thing get, gets rolling. I, I would guess yes. What cavalcade thing? The little the little Main Streets their celebration street party thing that you're just talking about that comes You mean the new parade, not the cavalcade. This is a whole new parade. It's not a cavalcade. Uh, uh let's see. According to this it's gonna do okay, some show stops. Uh cavalcade yeah, a bit more, expand a road, so take the the usual trip past Matterhorn down Main Street it'll stop twice. Once it's small, okay, world, well, once that, that's a break because so the cavalcade stays on Main Street. Yeah, only. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's been that's been the general accepted uh, blink terminology. Yeah, terminology. All yeah, right. it was originally supposed to be a cavalcade. In the that's nice. That's cute. <laughs> okay, Greg, sh uh, showing mind. you nice pictures. Okay, uh, no, yeah. I uh, somebody put me as a contact on Flickr, so I was checking their profile profile out and one of their contacts had a funny avatar for their um for them so it shows the entire family walking down the street just from the backside all but naked oh, nice. i mean it's it's, it's a cartoon it's a but cartoon. still i mean it was fun so um but yeah yeah but but no yeah all mains we can't have any traffic on main street while they're doing the uh work on the uh tracks on on the street because they're actually digging up the street itself and I don't know if it's going to be the entire street or if it's just the parade route part of it but yeah the whole street is torn up and they're relaying out new rebar and everything else on it so I went there on Friday and they had uh, some of the street tore up by the hub you know the little walls around yeah so it's the entire east side of the hub from Matterhorn Way down to uh, Main Street and the sections on either side of the track switch at uh, Christmas Tree Point. Which also had a couple construction walls up around. Not where the hole in the ground is, but the two little like spots there had a couple small construction fences up. Yeah, yeah. Now, Greg, have you seen the new Mickey Planner? No. I, I saw it today. I actually kind of like it. I don't think so, no. What's eh? My book, it's eh. Well, we said the same thing when we saw the Tinkerbell one, and I thought until, that was fine. Until the lights lit up, and that didn't look cool. Well, yeah. And I think as soon as the flowers start, what they have on this has a traditional Mickey head, but it has a party hat on top of Mickey, and you have a couple ropes laying out to the planter beds on either side, and they have flowers in the shape of Mickey Mouse balloons on either side. I think when the flowers start blooming a really good... Uh, in the next week or two, it'll. I think it'll look really nice. I guess I need to see it. I mean, looking back over the years at the different floral Mickey's, there's been some pretty horrendous ones. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'll agree with that. But I think this one's fine. I think this is pretty decent. Okay, so well, we'll see. You know, 
I, you know, I don't get all that excited excited about the floral Mickey. So, uh, um, now, uh, what's that? I was going to say on the question of, do you think Disney's slowing down any other projects because of the economy? Well, like I said, one of the podcasts I was listening to was saying, you know, there's nothing new coming. Um, you know, I, I here's kind of my 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 bottom line. I'll bottom line it is for the last 20 years. And many of these people who are now on these podcasts are only old enough to really have experienced the last 20 years. You know, they uh, they might be in their early 30s, but may- never really saw Disney until they were 10 or 12 or 13. Right. All they know is the kind of the Disney Eisner era, which has just been explosive growth. Yeah, that's that's very true. So they don't understand the way it used to be where it might've been five, six years between us ever seeing a new attraction. Otherwise, you know, you went to the park day in, day out, year after year, the park pretty much was the same entertainment changed. That was about it. You know, cause um, look at big thunder at what? 1979. Right. Prior to that, 1975 was space mountain. Prior to that, Name, um, maybe 75 for America Sings. What big yeah, attraction would, yeah. did you have before Space Mountain? Yeah. I, I think I, I'm asking also... you, don't just yeah me. I mean, can you think of anything? <laughs> okay, you want me to sit here and think? It's like it's like when you laugh at the, my joke, I can tell it's a chuckle because you don't get it. And like 10 minutes <laughs> no, later, it's, I hear it's, you it's, laughing it's in the other a, room. It's a courtesy. Yeah, right. that was a courtesy, uh-huh. <laughs> it's a courtesy, uh-huh, yes. Mike, I mean, can you think of anything? Before seventy four and seventy six with the uh, or seventy four seventy five with the okay, uh, I'm sitting here racking, racking the brain. Sixty seven big Tomorrowland push. Uh, Just trying to think. You know, in, in our lifetime, when we're going to the park from Bear Country from the early late sixties, early seventies. Bear Country in seventy two. Okay, seventy two. So yeah, we were looking at three years, three to five years between. Yeah. yeah. Things. Now you might have saw construction. You might have saw some changes. advertisement, small things, rehab stuff like that, right? Yeah, and no overlays, nothing like that. So now, even it's Disney World at the Magic Kingdom. Um, after the addition of Tomorrowland or the finishing of Tomorrowland, Space Mountain <laughs> in 1975, and a couple other uh, small attractions, uh, Carousel of Progress, things like that. Ah, Big Thunder was their one big addition. Five years later? Five years. Well, no, 75. It it opened a couple years after Disneyland's, didn't it? I don't know. I'm just guessing. Disneyland's 79, so I figure 80 or 81. For the Magic Kingdoms. Okay. And then they got Splash Mountain. Uh, two or what, three, maybe two. 89, 91, we got 91, 92. 91 or 92. Well, you had Epcot, of course. Well, you had Epcot in between. But you're seeing that the parks didn't get just new stuff left and right. People are expecting something like every year, you know, every a celebration, yeah, they... uh, a new attraction. And when something doesn't come or one comes that's kind of mediocre, they're all up in arms, you know, going, oh, I deserve better than this. Well, you deserve nothing. You know, I mean, the if company like is it, in business. They're providing a product. You don't like it, don't go. Sure, right. you can complain that Zenith doesn't make TVs like they used to. 
Sure, you can play Cessna, make crappy planes, you know. Cessna makes laying, awesome planes. Laying off like 22,000 employees oh, or 2,000 employees. Yeah, oh, there's just not an airplane uh, market right now. Wait a second. Cessna makes enough, used to make enough airplanes to employ 22,000 people? It might have been 2,200. I, I saw oh. a thing on my Twitter okay. update. 2,200 sounds... A yeah, more likely. Yeah, I think I added yeah. an extra zero. <laughs> you talk um, about me exaggerating numbers. Yeah, really. <laughs> Jeez. So we've got this entitled Disney. In, okay, we're going to have to make up a new acronym. The Disney entitlement people, you know. Um, Dips. Is that the DEs? We got the DEFs. No, we got the DAEs. DFs. Now we got the DEs. Yeah, Disney entitlement. Or DEF, Disney entitlement freak. I don't know. DEF. There you go. DEF. Yeah, we got yeah. the deaf and the yeah. deaf. We got the duffs and the deaf. The DFs and the deafs. Um, they just feel entitled that they have to have something new. Um, now in Florida, there's an announcement for a indoor inverted uh, Monsters Inc. roller coaster. Family inverted indoor roller coaster. Okay, I'm not sure when that's coming exactly. <laughs> I think they're going to milk um, family Midway Mania for a while. Yeah, yeah well, but, well, see, I mean, even Midway Mania, we had Midway Mania open up last year. When did Rock and Roller Coaster open? Because that was the last thing they got, right? Before Midway um, Mania at the studios? Probably, yeah. I don't know when that opened up. Uh, 2000, 2001, DCA time? Maybe, maybe. <clears throat> now, think about that park. You got a couple of e-tickets, and then the rest of it shows or empty buildings. Um uh, or, or so, shows that are now irrelevant. Exactly. Or adding new shows that are irrelevant, i.e. Yeah, Idol. Idol, yeah, that's exactly where I was going. Now, both well, we went to the studios three times. A couple times early in the day, Fast Pass is already sold out. I just heard somebody on a podcast the other day say they were there maybe within the first hour of the park opening. Fast Passes were gone. The average wait time is 80 or 90 minutes. For which attraction? Midway Mania. Huh. You go to Disneyland now. I went on my lunch hour, Walk had lunch on. with Chris, walked over there, got on within about 20 minutes, went back to work. <laughs> now, on a busy day, I guess it might get a little busier, but Christmas Eve, well, we waited 15, 20 minutes. The, the, let's say the, the wait has come down a little bit. The wait in Florida has not, but when you look at that particular park... You've got, and think when you think family-friendly attractions, okay, Tower is not exactly family-friendly. No. Rock and Roller Coaster is not exactly family-friendly. No. Star Tours is borderline family-friendly. Yeah, I'm but the, sure, height, the height requirement's only like 40 inches, so. Not too bad, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, what else do you have? A backlot tour of the non-backlot. Uh, little kitty shows like Bear in the Big Blue House and the, the Voyage of the Disney. Little Mermaid. Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Um, you, okay, great movie ride. One family-friendly ride in that, that park, yeah, that's, right? that's true. So now you've got a fun, interactive uh, game ride. Now, I don't think it's the best ride in the park, though I have heard some people in some podcasts think this is the best ride Disney offers in Florida right now. I think it's a major gross exaggerment. One person described it as an inver- immersive environment attraction i'm like what's immersive about it you go see cardboard cutouts of big game pieces and then you get to you're, play the video game you're, you're playing a video game on a screen it's just not, like you would uh, at yeah. home on your tv i wouldn't call it immersive by any J- means jerking your string as fast as you can 
Some people are better uh, than that and others. That's right. So yeah, I wouldn't necessarily call it in, in, immersive, <laughs> but it's fun. It's definitely fun, and it really makes it really makes Buzz look like we better close it soon because the technology jump it, between those two is is almost like yeah, yeah. It's almost like the difference between Mission to Mars and, and Star Tours. It's the same story, basically, right? You're getting on a rocket or a spacecraft of some type, and you're thrown around. Well, in Mission to Mars. Your your seat rest kind of gave you a, a little whoopee, and you're sitting on a whoopee cushion. Is and what you, you are. saw you saw a video. Yeah, it was yep. a simulated rocket ride. What is space space uh, Star, Star Tours? Tours. Sim- you got a video, and a simulated space. Yeah. Right? It's the same. You're, you're right. Basic kind of uh, experience. The jump between those two is uh, Buzz and uh, Midway's kind of the same thing. Buzz is going to become irrelevant in the technology. I think. Which and is much too, more in Florida well, which, was, with a bad say, gun that won't come off which, the... Well, which was, is too bad say, because uh, Buzz, at least the, the you're in the environment. You know, you're surrounded by actual three-dimensional objects in space. Yeah, you, know, you know what Brian McDaniel noticed, though? Because we were we were pitching and moaning that you never know where you're shooting in Buzz. And, and, and definitely in Toy Story you do. He put his hand in front of the gun... Kept pulling the trigger. You know it didn't fire in the same place twice? Huh? Really? The gun and buzz. Put the, yeah, you're shooting a laser at your hand. It wasn't firing in the same place twice. Now, did he have a bad gun? Possibly. But if, if they're that ir- inaccurate, you, you got to wonder yeah. what's going I, on. I was, I was going to say, I was going to agree with you, Mike. I find buzz a far more immersive environment because you do have. I didn't say the physical... other one wasn't. No, I'm, was I'm, more. I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying technology jump. The is... technology jump is there, but I. But sometimes I technology kind of... for technology's sake doesn't gain you all that much more. But what I was going to say, what I was going to say, I find it more the, fun though. The Buzz Lightyear, because you know where you're shooting. It's a little yeah, more I... controlled. <clears throat> but where Richard's trying to get about an immersive environment, you, you got three-dimensional sets that are that completely oh, surround you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, they're not. There's one like one three-dimensional guy, maybe two <clears throat> in the whole thing. Even, the even if even even if, you, even if you want to go for flat cutouts, at least things <laughs> things are stretched out instead of just being painted on the walls like you have for the most part over at Toy Story. But again, yeah. Toy Story, you're looking at just a flat screen in front of you. And you're yanking your chain, you know. Yeah, but the yeah, screen. you get the three. You, you're not you're not turning over. around. You're not yeah. going around. Yeah, you get the three D. Well, feel you with turn the around, but not you at get, your own accord. You get, no, yeah. You get the three D feel the same as you do in Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. But even you've complained about that one that you're just sitting there watching a movie and all. Well, the floor shakes a little bit. Some stuff squirts out at you, you know. But I, I think the, that's just a show that's going run by. its run its course a long time ago now on the question of the accuracy of the guns i i have had very good luck with the guns i guess i said I've in done, florida yeah i'm just I, saying I don't on know the guns here. here in disneyland i've done well i know a number of people that done well but i was gonna say mike on yes. uh your definition of pulling your cord over <laughs> on does that mean that snort? He's <laughs> <laughs> like miscongeniality. Yeah. Remember how she snorted all the time? Jerking um, your string. <laughs> I, I suddenly have a really big concern for those that can uh, get really high scores. Does that mean you're just used to pulling that cord really fast, really hard? So I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Try. <laughs> uh, well, that was there. <laughs> yeah. 
I can. But yeah, the, tech, the technology jump is there. But going back to the concept of getting a ride every year, you know, part of the thing that people complain about this, we we have had the well, new do you, rides. Do you think I'm incorrect? I mean, no, do, I think do, you're absolutely correct, okay. and I think you, yeah, I, but I think it you goes much hit the nail on the head. Is that we have for the last, you know, fifteen to twenty years, maybe not so much in the last four or five years, but since you know the mid '80s to about the opening of California Adventure in the early 2000s, it has been a tremendous growth for the company worldwide. I mean, all the parks have had tremendous advancements, uh, a, tr a tremendous amount of new rides coming, new technology. Um, Almost to a fault because you also have your DFs that are out there complaining about their favorite ride was closed down for one thing or another. People like us that we're not DFs, just saying that now. But people like no, us no, that no, 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 you know, let's back up. You, people that like us we, that miss. We are a DF to a certain point. <coughs> yeah, yeah, not okay. We're not a fundamentalist. We're not a fundamentalist. We're, we're a fan or fanatic, however you want to fill in the but, DF. But but uh, but people like us that do miss the Christmas show at the Country Bear Playhouse. Well, we missed the Country Bear Playhouse, period. period. Altogether, yeah. But it was moved out for Winnie the Pooh. People that still have fond memories of uh, Monsanto and everything, but that had to be I changed out for I forgot to mention that when we what? were talking today. Uh, give you guys a little preview of Imaginary My Way. Of course, way. my favorite one, Circle Vision. Yeah, Long yeah. gone, and that's I miss that a lot. Um, I've been doing some research on Westcott and on an interview with Nunes in 1982. But my Westcott interview came up with some stuff that a, a, a dog and pony show Tony Baxter had done. They had planned to bring back, or maybe it wasn't closed yet. I'm trying to think. When did Space? When did Star Tours open in 1989? 87. 86. Okay, so oh, yeah, 86, late 86. You're right. It yeah. would have been gone by then. So they were going to bring Monsanto back with new technology, but they were not only going to shrink you, they were going to expand you to see the universe. Cold cool. water. Cold water? No, 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 nothing. Never mind. Back it up away from you. I don't know. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? I don't know. Richard comes up with these no, I'm sorry. strange was... things that just pop out sometimes. But expand you to see the universe. Yes. So... That would be kind of like a... The end of the uh, first Men in Black, going out into the universe, and you see these yeah, whole expanded just a, universe yeah, going just out. A I, 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 I was just interested uh, or uh, fascinated by the fact that, you know, that's been a beloved attraction by a lot of people for something that's very surreal. It, it's not a high thrill attraction for a lot of young men. It was a rite of passage, but <laughs> it, it wasn't exactly high thrills and you know misdemeanors, <clears throat> but it. It, that, for its day, it kind of made people go, I, "Wow, am I really shrinking?" Because I can picture you know, that really well. Have Have either of you yes. gone to the Griffith Park Observatory no. since it has reopened? No. no. The reason I asked, I, I have about, to say, I probably wasn't even there before it closed down. Oh, you haven't? No, you've missed something. Anyways, the uh, new show that they at least they had when we were there last year was really neat, and they talk about they go out into the universe on this expanded universe. And with that dome screen in the planetarium, uh, it really gave you that whole 3D virtual effect going through everything with the uh, computer graphics and all the stuff. But I could just picture something similar to that in an attraction at Disneyland, expanding, going out into the uh, far reaches of the known universe. Uh, yeah, there, there, was, there was some really interesting stuff. So you have to check into um, 
to that show. Though I wouldn't mind having a show and amongst us three to discuss what we missed and lost and didn't get uh, with Westcott, because there's a lot of fascinating stuff there. Yeah. Okay, so we have to wait to 2012 for, for the completion Car for Cars Land. Cars Land doesn't go open to 2012. Yeah, right? that'll be the completion of the current upgrade that's going now, on. Now, let's think about it. An attraction like that doesn't get built overnight. <clears throat> well, and, the attraction's also part of an entire land. Oh, I know. But that's three years. Yeah. How long did it take them to build Space Mountain? Well, I know the refitting of Space Mountain. Forget that. No, did no, I no, ask no, you I'm... about the freaking refitting? Shut I asked you shut about... Shut the frag up and listen to what I say. Just the refitting took almost two years to do. I never even asked. You know... You are exactly it's like a, that old lady. It's his way of saying. While, while you were sleeping, that no matter what you say, you come up with this. It's, this, does, it's no, basically well, because he, no matter because he doesn't no matter know. what he doesn't know the answer, so he's got to guess no, based no, on what he's no, observed. No Johnny, matter what, Johnny's a great trumpet player. Yes, he's six feet tall. What the hell does that have to do with him playing no, trumpet? The, the, fact, the fact of the matter is, I wasn't around Disney back in 75, 76, and seventy seven. So you weren't going to the park, built. so you don't remember. I was going to the park maybe once a that? year. Okay. How, I, how I long did it take to build Splash? Splash oh, Splash took Splash almost, opened like six months late, years. right? Was, how long? You you were talking over Richard. How, if I remember correctly, we started that in '87 and opened up in '89. But it was late. Oh. It was due to open in November, fall of '88, and didn't open until summer of '89. Well, it was complete. It just had some issues. Yeah, it, like it, ejecting logs into the rivers of America, things like that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? small stuff. <clears throat> okay, so Plus the time, of, the time uh, you tear down what's in the way, rebuild, you're probably a three-year turnaround. At least two to three yeah. years. Okay, so to know that Cars Land is three years off doesn't make me feel that bad. I know it takes a while. Now the new entry, they haven't been real clear when the whole new entry is going to be built and how long. That's going to take. Uh, I don't think in that movie in the Blue Sky Room it said that'll be done in 09 or uh, yeah. 10 or 11. Some yeah, of the, the attractions had definite date. Well, right. Years. On on the new entry, they explained it how they were, it was going to look. And they the, showed the one that's themed in the wrong time period. That entry? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 Art, the Art Deco Pan, Pan Pacific, <laughs> Pan Pacific. Theater, uh, Pan Pacific <coughs> Auditorium uh, entrance. The Xanadu entrance. Um that's what we'll have to call it. The we'll, Xanadu we'll, we'll call the park Xanadu. We'll call it That'll Xanadu. be our little thing because In it Xanadu, looks like Kublacon, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, they, the, even when they were giving it the uh, briefing to the cast members, they were showing mm -hmm. this was an upcoming. Oh, this is your reminder. Then I'm not going to interrupt you, but you stop. So I'm to I, not forget to ask you something that you mentioned earlier. So continue. Um, the word I have gotten from a number of people that have been on the sidelines, not necessarily in the conversation, but on the sidelines, is there is argument on whether they're going to just have a complete different opening that people are going to bypass going through one of the other gates to get into the park while they redo it. Are they going to do half the gate and then the other half? They're still debating on an operational issue, how they're going to do yeah, it's it. So called I think facilities that's management, yeah. Bingo, yeah. Um, construction management, facilities management. Okay, here is the question. There's a certain new attraction that's supposed to be done within, I think, by 2010. Maybe it was 11. And an area with a movie that supposedly ended, in fact, one of, I think, Travelers was just talking about it, it was closing and had closed. You're saying it's reopened. I have heard. What, Golden Dreams uh, reopened? 
I, I read something. I think we're getting a golden necklace over this. Yes. <laughs> golden. Necklace. I, I I have I had read something yesterday or today. Or I'm sorry, a golden shower. Oh. I think we're <laughs> I say, you're confusing. <laughs> yes. Never mind. <laughs> I, 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 have, I I read something that Golden Dreams has reopened. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, I haven't had a chance to get over there. I was asking you if you had seen or heard anything about it. Have, have not. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to uh, check into it myself. Uh, I was actually concerned tomorrow, maybe. that no construction fences were going up yet because this. my old adage is I'll believe it when, when I see, see construction, construction going on. Even then, I don't, won't necessarily buy it, even if construction fences are going up because we, we saw what happened there with America Sings. Now, granted, there were other circumstances involved. That yeah. just sat there but, for you know, years. Said, I'll, I'll believe there. they're building a new park when I see a new parking lot, because you can't, you know, build right. a park. And David, that was kind of my my thing. And until you start <clears> seeing <throat> construction going on, yeah, uh, it's 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 a pipe dream. So, so you you don't know what's because I would have figured I don't know you'd start sure. to see some stuff work going on that. Now I have seen construction fences and work going on behind what what will be Cars Land. Now, potentially, that's just early excavation looking for pipes, uh, you know, underground work that's going to be done. I know the back area, they closed off, or, or I should say, they fenced off half of the old Timon lot. Oh, I know, because I picked up the right. tram one. The tram location right. changed a little bit. and That is the laydown yeah. area for the... World of Color. Oh, okay. So I don't know how much activity is actually going on for out Cars there Land. for Cars Land. Oh, okay. That I do know... That's the laydown area for the equipment that's going okay. into. Uh, well, at least we see color. part of it going done. I mean, we our our attention can be diverted. Sleight of hand can draw us over to world of color, while we're hoping something else is going on <laughs> in the other area. Well, sleight of hand or I'm just actually going... looking for. I think world of color might put illuminations to shame. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping so. Yeah. I'm hoping so. Um, well, illuminations. Oh, is, that, no, I'm th I'm th I'm illuminations thinking... is a good show. Yeah, yes. but there's there's some low points in it, some some snoozing time, but this show because it's going to have characters and some other things, I think will hopefully take it to a new level. Now they could totally screw it up and make it cheesy. I'm just hoping that they'll do a good job. The only thing I'm disappointed in seeing is not a lot of what I would call seating area. It looks like it's still kind of Stand, a standing stand around, show, yeah. Stand, yeah, a tiered standing show. Standing show. Because yeah. they're really what they're doing is they're kind of taking the best of like phantasmic technology with a, a, some of I think illumination technology and yeah. they're blending it together and trying to and trying to get some new technology even involved into it that goes beyond the beyond that. Yeah, so. I, I'm really looking forward. Yeah, to I, it, so. I, I'm looking forward to see how it all works out. I'm, and I'm not a big I'm show guy. I mean, there are certain shows that I went back to see over and over, and there Such are shows as... that I could care less. Ah, Golden Horseshoe. Okay. That, that was something I, I tried to get into every time I went. Um, some of the Disney afternoon things. Now, granted, the kids wanted to see it, but they were somewhat entertaining. The duck oh, the, the, the old afternoon that they had that yeah, one year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those were fun. I, I, lo I loved, I liked the, uh, what was it called with the uh, the stage show up at Videopolis? The one with DuckTales and all that? DuckTales, Disney yeah. afternoon. Was it just it was. Disney afternoon? I thought there was something I like know. something capers. And then they had the one where Mickey started out as black and white and he turned to color. Oh, yeah. One man's dream. One man's uh, dream. That, that was, was good, pretty good. And now, granted, when I was an employee, I could kill time by doing security checks in those areas and catch some of the show and then not have to go to it when I was in the park. 
but there are shows I did go back and see like that. I'm trying to think there's been some entertainers that I've went back for that, you know, would play repetitively. Let's say Papa Do Run Run used to be there a lot. You'd yeah. go hang out and you'd watch them. Uh, but uh, definitely uh, some of those shows. And I, I there were, have been parades when I was younger. I'd stop and see some of them. As I'm getting older, I don't care for them as much. I think The Lion King, I've talked about it before, excellent parade. Uh, we've stopped for the electrical parade when it's still in Disneyland quite a bit. Well, I, I, you know, the yeah. Disney uh, American Parade. Is that what Disney? American Gazette Mar- Parade. No, parade? not American Gazette Parade. America, the, one, uh, the one with the big freaky heads. America oh, Parade. Oh, but, the yeah, Bicentennial America stuff. Yeah. That I stopped and saw a few times, even saw it in Florida. Well, I was going to say, uh, I was thinking so, of something more recent, the American yeah, I know. Gazette I, Parade, yeah. which I liked a lot as well. But the 50s, didn't the 50s have a parade? Yeah, there was the, the, ba- the Blast of the Past Parade. Uh, that was a good parade. Last of the Past Parade and um, the State Fair Parade. Okay, so, you know, in this supposedly supposed economic downturn, we actually see that Disney is moving forward with some things. Now, in Florida, it's I'm not seeing a lot of stuff necessarily going on. There's some extended rehabs, but I really think this is a great time for Disney to take advantage of it. If indeed bookings are low at the hotels, and they must be because they're offering some killer deals right now to go Seven back. Seven nights for the price of four. Yeah, you got to go back before or before sometime in May, I think. Maybe the end of May. I forgot what the dates are. I mean, killer deal. I wish I could go. I it, but you want a you job know, too. Yeah, I want I want a job too. You keep job. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm telling you, I was listening to Geek Brief, watching, I should say Geek Brief, and they did a couple two or three Christmas shows. And their their shows are 5 minutes or less video. Shiny Happy Tech News. She explained the story of how they went pro and dropped their day jobs and do podcasting full time. I'm thinking wow. it can be done there. I mean, uh, obviously, I think our Tiki Bar friends and we can call them friends now. Uh, yeah, I guess are, so. have gone professional. You know, they, they, they <clears throat> might be doing other things to help supplement it, but their day jobs are pretty much, I think, gone. For now. Now, we could well, have... Well, this has become their day job. There could be a bubble burst uh, in podcasting and professional podcasting. But that's a, entertainment. A, that's know, risk you run in all entertainment. But I, th- there was some inspiration there that, you know, if I if I did lose my job, I'm not a type that would just sulk in the corner anyway, so I'll go find... I mean, I got fired from my last job immediately went to Disney World for a week. You know, <laughs> and just joked around the whole yeah. the whole week I was there about and didn't do a know, Jeff Foxworthy and screw them. You know, I, I, I don't. You know. Didn't do a Jeff Foxworthy and go chase small animals with the weed whacker. No, they no. say they keep me here forever. The wife and I would joke about ah, it's just money. Not like I've been fired or anything. You know, <laughs> just and then went back a few months later for fat and happy. So oh, and I, I still hadn't started work uh, yet. So I mean, I I, I think I could do something but they, there was kind of an inspirational story in there and how you know uh they had goals and they they stuck to them and they they did what they had to do to uh to make it work for them now they live in an area that's not as expensive to live in they live in texas uh your money goes a little farther homes are cheaper but anyway oh, back that's to the subject man. i i think again you know i'm on that that vein that you don't have to produce something every every no. year but i think people just got so used to that there they want the freebie celebration i mean let's forget that people think this celebration is stupid when year of a million dreams started how many people did you hear on podcasting 
that's stupid. Oh, give me a stupid pin. Give me a stupid button. Oh yeah, like I really want that. Disney could do better. No, oh God, no. like, what do you what do you want? You know, I'd love to see some of these whack jobs be you know, go to marketing <laughs> and give their idea. I mean, yes, Disney makes a pretty good profit on the parks. I've you know, I get my statements and my yearly reports as being a stockholder. But you know, part of that cash they make in the profits are reinvested in some manner. Now, some people would say not reinvested well, but there's also a certain profit margin they have to maintain for the stockholders or people lose their jobs. And I'm not necessarily talking about the popcorn uh, pusher. I'm talking about the executives. So the executives have a certain motivation to have certain profit margins so they can keep their jobs. It's a vicious circle because almost everybody's 401k probably has Disney in it because Disney's in the, uh, what's the S&P 500, right? Yes, uh, yes. And uh, or, uh, uh, not S&P, but um, Dow Jones. The Dow, Dow Jones. Jones. But what's the one that they, the, is it like 10 or 12, um, what they consider important stocks, like maybe a... Uh, the blue chip stocks. Not the blue chips, but you got like Procter & Gamble or Shell. They used, These guys were considered like the 10 top stocks that they base well, all of the... Yeah, and Eisner worked the, really hard to get Disney in there. Yeah, I can't remember the name you know of the I'm index. Talking about, right? Yeah, we're, because these are companies that are solid, that don't have ups and downs like you're right. talking about. General Motors is a <laughs> top-notch company. It has always made money right. somehow Disney, or another. Disney but was, it's having a real low point yeah. right now. Disney's in that Disney range. Disney was never known to pay high dividends, but they consistently paid... I'll say a low dividend. They, they were consistent. They, could, they were consistent. They they yeah. always paid dividends. There was there was never a time Disney went down. Yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta remember the reason Ron Miller lost his job is because where the company was at. Not necessarily his fault at the time. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, that could be a whole two or three shows. But you you know companies today have to have certain profit margins so the executives get paid and everybody down the line gets paid. Now we may see a bit of political shift in that because for some reason Congress thinks they, can, they should control what executives can get in compensation, which that's a, that's for and our other control show. how companies. Yeah. Should uh, business. So now you had your fingers crossed. And, a couple and times. I, I, I forgot what that, why I crossed them now. That's, so boy, it's not working for you. It works really well for me. I, I need to have my notepad back here again. How, so I can script yeah, so how about, up. how about some writing implements? Well, well, I, I used trying to, to do that here. Yeah, he thinks he's so smart. I'm making him test his brain power. Obviously, it's not going. It's not a question of smartness. It's just a question that I can get easily you're distracted. Re so, see, memory is a second thing to go from what I hear. So, <laughs> I don't remember what the first is. Oh, do you? It certainly wasn't the hair, but uh, that's gone, too. No, the hair was the first to go, yes. Um, I don't know, Mike. What do you think? I mean, uh, I think this is a great time to see some, let's say, downtime and hopefully Disney will look at this as a chance to, you know, some painting, some cleaning up, some um, some things like that. Yeah, because all the materials are cheaper too, right? The economy yeah. is down, stuff is cheaper, so that's the time to buy materials and do that well, sort actually, of stuff. This is the time to buy stock. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Actually, yeah, stock's gone up a little bit. It's just kind of fluctuating right now on on a higher than it was a couple. Well, I don't months mean ago. Disney stock per se, but just in oh, general. Oh, any any know. stock, yes, absolutely. No, I know what I was going to say. Now, you were talking about P, uh, the DEFs feeling that they need to have something happen every year. I think part of that might also be part partly oh, well, to blame the, in the F doesn't need to be freak. It could be fund Disney entitlement fund. These oh, people are in the Disney the entitlement, entitlement fund. fund. <laughs> um, so, 
But in the past, when we did have those slow turns, when we had those two, three, four-year spans between... Right, because earlier today, you told me you have been to the past. That's true, I have been. And I've been to the future. I went to the... Mike, I went to the future this last weekend, and there are some neat things and some scary things. But anyways... How'd you get oh, there, Richard? I, I went to the Consumer Electronics Show, so... Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun, but that's yeah. He went subject. to the porn side. Don't, don't <laughs> it wasn't. Well, we're walking back from Johnny Rockets, and he says something like, "I've been to the past." I'm like, "Really?" No, <laughs> we were talking about something completely out of context. There, but anyways, um, but in in the past, when we had these lulls between uh, attractions opening, we also had all the little different campaigns. We had the blast to the past. We had the state fair. Um, circus I think fantasy. Of, we won't talk about circus fantasy. Oh, I hated circus fantasy with a passion. Still do. Um, but we had all. But festival Japan. Um, what were some of the other ones with uh, uh, the Latin Mexico and Latin party festival that we had too? But we had these uh, little did individual you, did you ones. State fair. Did you say that? I should say state fair. But we had these little individual shows that were quote unquote Disneyland originated events. Now everything is corporate originated. That's right. Because I don't think uh, Walt Disney World ever participated <laughs> in those things. No, no, that was Walt Disney World had their stuff that they did. Disneyland had their stuff that they did. Sometimes they happen to coincide because just the period of time. Well, that or if you see a good idea for like we're starting to get a little bit of a food and wine thing going. It's very minuscule compared to what Florida does. Mm -hmm. But Epcot has been very successful with the food and wine. And been very successful with the flower and garden. That one I don't get so much. Food and wine I get. Yeah. Um, I think we should take more advantage of that food and wine one and expand it a little bit. Yeah. But our park is not set up as well. Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, it's just not you know, designed to be able think, to do something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think Card Walker and all those guys back then forethought <laughs> that, hey, we can do a food and wine. Yeah. Somebody really recognized an opportunity and the park is just laid out perfect for that. Yeah. So. But um, but starting, you know, uh, just prior to the, right after California Adventure was open and just prior to the uh, 50th anniversary of Disneyland, the company consolidated everything, you know, Disneyland was operated under the Walt Disney World well, Company. Your but paycheck everything started coming from Florida. From Florida. Now <laughs> it comes from Tennessee. Go figure. Are you serious? Serious. And what's the name of the company in Tennessee? It's, it's an outside company in Tennessee that does all like the payroll. A, like ADP or something Some, like that. Somebody like that. I have no clue. But, I mean, who does it say is the paying entity? Um, Keystone, I think it is. Wait, it come, your check comes from... Okay, we used to get our checks from Disneyland. I get direct deposit and I get oh, a receipt. Okay, we used to get our checks from Disneyland. Right. Then, Disneyland, a subsidiary of uh, Walt, Walt Disney, Disney Productions, Productions and then Disney, Burbank, California. Yeah. Yes. Then it went to uh, Disneyland, Disneyland, a subsidiary uh, of the Walt, Walt Disney, Disney World Company, Company. Walt yeah. Disney World Company, which is still listed as Disneyland, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney World Company. That's what I was asking. Yeah. You've given me this third party. No, you vendor. You, you asked where, where no, the paychecks no, come I from. I said, forget it. Did he ask? They're that not much? listening closely. Yeah, you know? yeah, he did say that. So, but anyways. Um, but just before the uh, uh, 50th anniversary, they consolidated to one marketing department that ran both coasts, ran both parks. And that's where they had the whole big 50th anniversary campaign. And, of course, that's when they had the bastardized version of Walt Disney standing in Town Square at Magic Kingdom, Florida, opening up the park. 
You really got a problem with yes, that. Yes, I do. I well, so do like I, by the way. That was, that was like just, a low blow. That was just wrong. But, you know, on, on a ledger, that looks very <laughs> smart. Why are we duplicating things for right. two different theme parks? Well, what I don't think the average bean counter or consultant group who consulted to Disney and told them to change this thought, these are totally but, different operations, West Coast, East Coast. Right. Yeah, they're but a theme as, park. They're similar theme parks, but they've got different kind of clientele. And and, and I, th I, I think they're starting to come to that realization because you start seeing a little bit more of a separation on how things are being so it's done. It's like the difference between a call girl and a hooker. You know what the difference is? What? I, Hooker, I don't have any experience with this. Hookers don't so drive Lamborghinis. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I never needed any of the. Now, I guess we got to know who are we considering the hooker? Got to be Disney World, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So I'll never hear the end of that one. Oh, yeah. so. Emails to Shaft at MiceCast.com. Yeah. They they know who you are. You can't hide from them. <laughs> so, but then they started going into this single corporate campaign, which was no longer just. You know, like Festival Japan was four weeks. Uh, Blast of the Past was like six or seven weeks. Now their entire year-long campaigns, or in the case of a year of million, millions and millions of dreams, it was two years. several years long. Two years. That uh, was more, about two and a half. But regardless, you get my point. Well, on it was this. two 18-month stretches, weren't it? Yeah, two 18-month stretches, so yeah. that's three years. Years of a gajillion dreams. Um... So now you have these big corporate campaigns that last all this long time for both parks. And there is, you don't, and during the lulls, you don't have that little individuality to be able to bring back something like Blast of the Past. Or, oh, we haven't seen Blast of the Past for a long time. We're going to have this for a couple months here. And oh, that's some, and you got all the uh, people coming in and saying, oh, that's really neat. That's cool. I haven't seen it, missed it for well, a long time. Forget individuality. The, it's just nice, you know, I guess there there are too many. 20-somethings, 30-somethings, maybe even some 40-somethings that just don't realize how nice it is to show up to Disney, doesn't matter which coast, and just enjoy the parks without some kind of marketing campaign shoved up your, or shoved down Ying your Yang? throat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, there were, there, were some, there were some great old days where you just walked in the park, people were friendly, you rode the rides, uh, you weren't chasing down people in blue, hoping that they're going to give you a, a free a something. Oh, yeah. I got to say, uh, I'm glad that has finally disappeared. For the first couple of weeks, I still had people coming up to me asking, asking you? do you know where they are? No, I don't. And that's over with. You, what you should have said is yes. And, and sent them on a wild goose, goose chase. Yeah. Yeah, and, like the, and the next next thing I knew is I have a guest complaint with me on it. Well, so. no, because you could say you you thought you saw. You, it's easy to defend. Yeah. I mean, Earl does this kind of stuff all the time. I I happen to be listening to a show that I think we need to redo, Mike. I I was syncing Micecast with my uh, my iPhone and it loaded up a lot of old shows. We were talking to Earl about East Coast versus West Coast employees. Yeah, yeah. And I, I believe Richard was on the show. It was you and I talking to, to Earl? And I think we need to revisit that show. That show's over two years old now. And we've now had uh, more experiences going to Florida. We've had Jimmy go to Florida. He's got some interesting things to say about cast members out there. 
Um, we've had more. It's more than our one shot experience from this trip. We've got multiple trips on our back now. Sure. Uh, I think it should be redone, but I, it, 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 it just kind of cracked me up uh, hearing that. And All right. Well, for, I'm good for that. I, and, well, we should make sure we get Jimmy and Richard in on it. Um, <laughs> oh, now Richard in this, in this corner, corner Earl, in this corner does, Shaft. Does Jimmy? <laughs> no, no, in this corner Earl, in this corner everybody else. No. Does, <laughs> does Jimmy have internet? Yes, he does now. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, or you know, better than that, better yet, an excuse to sit around in a park and. But yeah, but I mean, people just don't realize the the joy of what made the parks great. It wasn't being things shoved down your throat. But what what he was saying is, sometimes you'd see that DF coming. You knew that you know this guy's (laughs) in the park every day, every other day, and you'd make up rumors. You'd see see how fast (laughs) they got to the the internet and on the back then it was just message boards things like that you'd see how quickly they might show up there and how far they would well, we, go well we 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 already had putts out here years ago that was doing that same i mean getting all that information that would dig it up so it was it would be next to impossible to start anything like that anyways because you already had putts in his network going uh, no i i think you could easily get people think cast members know things and as earl is fond of saying frontline cast members don't, don't know shit, shit. yeah and second level cast members usually don't know shit, and they a lot of times find out things where we find out things on the internet. That's where they're first exposed to the latest thing before Disney's even told you what's coming. It's already been out there on an Alpet site on some message board somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, people that, expect too much when when one of the, I forgot which podcast it was. The guy's source was a popcorn vendor. How much do you think a popcorn vendor know? And I remember the first Mouse Fest and going to Pod Fest, and he was lamenting the fact that this cast member had quit, and he was his source. And then we found out what the source did. And now I remember when Richard uh, did that kind of thing, and he sure thought he knew a hell of a lot. So I can understand how you can easily absorb stuff and make up stuff. And stories just stories are rampant around the park, well, and, around the company in particular. And, there's well, there's, there's general, a lot. Of, yeah. there, the, the company is built on myth, and some of it is oh legit. Oh, I will say some of it has a legitimate so background to that. it. I just read some of it doesn't. Either I read or heard on a podcast or on TV somewhere. There was a survey. This is recent. Maybe it was on the the Walt Disney uh, Museum website. It was like a high percentage, say 75, 80% of people surveyed thought Walt Disney was a company and not a real person. Yeah, okay. I can believe huh. that. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, even Walt well, said there, there Walt was a said myth he behind is him. not Walt Disney. I'm not He's, Walt Disney, yeah. 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 Um, but that's not how they got their answer. I know, but that, it's, that's interesting. Well, but like Jeff was You know who Jeff Tall is, don't you? Who? It's the name of a band. Okay, thank you. There's, there's no, there's no Jethro Tull. Alan Parsons project. <laughs> no, but see, Alan Omega. Parsons, he is a record producer. Yeah. <laughs> Was now, he that not? Jeff, that Jeff, I think so. Yes, Jethro Tull thing always cracks me up because in Armageddon, when uh, I can't remember the one actor's got Was the Jamie, broken, you know, uh, smoking nose, and what's that? 
Steve Buscemi? Owen. No, it's one of the Owens, I think. Oh. And he's like, um, you know, what really bothers me is people who think Jeffrey Toll is a person or something. <laughs> but, I mean, there, there was the show, what, a year or so ago that we did on um, uh, The Great Movie Ride. I legitimately got the whole story of the airplane and the airplane that is in the great movie, right? From a person that was one of the project managers on that attraction. Oh, up you one. Over, I wait, found, wait a second, okay. over at WDI. Okay. And contrary to the uh, whole idea of this show, yeah. you and I did look up some stuff and did some research and found out that was completely fabricated. Okay. And uh, well, were, were the I, background. I called you on it. You called, you it, called me on sure. it. And, but yeah. But, after that, you know, months after that, I was going through old publications I had. It might have been in a Disney News or it might be in a copy of a WDI publication that I found that repeated that same story like you had told me. Oh, uh, yeah? Like it okay, was cool. I don't feel and, near as bad. And this was a but, Disney publication. Yeah, I don't feel near as bad now, okay, but, but still. But then again, we got to remember all these people <clears throat> said, oh, I love the Walt and Walt's footstep or the Kings of the Kingdom uh tours or the cast oh, yeah. member orientation this matterhorn you see here was permitted as For a gymnasium, gymnasium. <laughs> that's by the basketball courts up there, there. yeah absolute bullshit. yeah you know and but that goes into what i was saying the whole company permeates with this mythology some of it is legitimate from the company so much of it comes from just people dreaming this stuff up oh yeah it's fun you tell me, <clears throat> I think you've told me this before. What was your reason for no Matterhorn at the Magic Kingdom? I don't remember ever giving a reason for the only thing I remember. I, I, was have, a, was I a, have an idea. Well, let, 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 let me, let, I'll, I'll go through this one real quick. The only thing I know of Matterhorn at Walt Disney World anywhere was. Part of Epcot was supposed to have a Swiss pavilion, and they were going to build a matter. Okay. Wait, 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 wait! I'm just you ask a question. No, no, I'm no, answering. No, it's not what and I they you and they and they were going to build a Matterhorn attraction. Okay, I've heard that rumor. over yeah. at never, never seen anything Epcot Center. I heard the rumor. Okay, that's the I only thing I know. About. You told me something else, but maybe it was Mike. We'll see what Mike says. I said I think it has to do with the height of the mountain. I Doesn't thought it, they couldn't make the they don't want to make they can't make the high mountain or don't want to make it more than two hundred feet. Right, because of the put the little red light problem on there, and if they did that, then Tower of Terror is just yeah inches or a foot lower than what it, it would, yeah. would require the light. But, but it'll be next to if it's next to uh, Cinderella's castle, it's gonna be the same height instead of higher. Something so, to that effect. I don't know. That's okay. that's my stab at it. That it, had, okay. it has to do with. I I thought, I thought that Richard had told me one time that it was too big to be supported on the type of land they're building out there. Oh, that's no, that's the story. Go ahead, Richard. That one was the story of Splash Mountain over at Tokyo Disneyland because it was on landfill. They couldn't use regular concrete like our mountain was made out of because it was too heavy. They had to experiment with some different types of plasticized concretes, lighter weight concretes. Lightweight so concrete. they, so they were, that was one of the, they were planning to have Splash Mountain or near at or near the same time it opened up at Disneyland, but they couldn't do it because they still needed to do the experiments to be able to get the lighter weight okay. concrete out Maybe there. Maybe I That's confused the one I you. I, I, I thought you had added that 
that again, <clears throat> this is no, what I was told. Awesome. I I found an interesting interview with Dick Nunes. Dick Nunes. And they had planned for a Matterhorn at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, very cool. They had also planned, and I love it when I get validated, for expansion of the Magic Kingdom to the north of Fantasyland, which I have said on more than one occasion is prime open land. It has always been planned for yes. expansion. It's never been used. The idea was that the Matterhorn would be back there and straddle the train. Oh, cool. It, the train would actually go through it. They would have had snow effects. It would have snowed in the tunnel on the train. That would be very cool. And he says, can you imagine people just riding the train to get out of the heat? Yeah. You know, to go through, <laughs> that, go through the Matterhorn. Um, so I found that that was an interesting little tidbit. Now it'll be coming that? up in. Where did I find it? Yeah. That's on a need-to-know basis. What now? What prevented them from doing this? Was this uh, just uh, that's the funny thing. Uh, this will not be in show forty, which is due out soon, but it'll be in, in show forty-one. I found an interview with Dick Nunes uh, from Eyes and Ears, which is the Walt Disney World cast member internal publication, answering questions about Epcot, which was due to open in four or five months after the interview, and future things coming to Florida. And it's part of the the show is going to be about how a lot of people assumed some of these things were done under Eisner, and Eisner ruined some of the vision of what was supposed to come with these other things. And what we find out is most of them were already on the books before Eisner was a wet dream to the company. <laughs> and vice versa. And, and vice versa. So... So, no, there, at this point, he's just telling about things that might come or we wanted to do, but never really, you know, not a lot of explanations of why not, but a lot of just here's what's coming, here's what's, here's why Epcot Center really is a realization of Walt's dream. He, he's a good spin doctor and how we have built what Walt wanted. Now. And that'll come out in a couple of shows. I'll, I'll take that onto the flip side of the mythology of Disneyland. There's a lot of things that were intended for Disneyland and the parks that just never came to be for one reason or another. And people have built on to the stories on how those things do. I mean, Edison Square, Discovery. Well, we Bay. know Edison Square was planned for the park. We know Edison We've Square. Seen the, the and and it's, it's been planned, replanned, planned again. And they said just uh, during the 50th anniversary, oh, we're going to put Edison Square in. It's been long oh, planned one, in there. That one I haven't and, heard. Yeah, during the 50th anniversary, they said, oh, and this is going to be part of the new expansion to Disneyland. We're going to actually complete Edison Square. And then suddenly, poof, it was well, never heard well, from again. Well, I know, not too long after Eisner, when I'd come on, Hollywoodland was the one we were going to get behind Main Street. Yeah, there was the Hollywoodland. With, with, the, with the tune area for the Roger Rabbit ride. Right, and all that, stuff. that was going to be a whole Hollywoodland. That changed out to kind of become more and more of a tune town. And Which, then by the way, the, Ron the Dominguez considers one of his greatest accomplishments. Disney MGM Studios. Wait, Ron Dominguez considers Toontown one of his greatest accomplishments? Yes. Roger Rabbit. He's very proud of Toontown. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, I, 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 I I'm actually think Ron the original uh, Toontown, when the trolley still operated, the bounce house still was a bounce house, the, the Chippendales treehouse was actually a fun place to play. Uh, <laughs> and he had the ball pit back there, too. Not a, lot, not a lawsuit waiting to happen. 
Let's slide the ball pit. Come, complete with a way to clean those balls out the moment somebody has a problem. I don't want to hear you talk about cleaning balls, okay? It's This is a family fucking friend. I mean, a family, <laughs> family show. Um, no, I, 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 I still find the whole ball pit was, was That was genius. funny, but working in, in communications, and you get a one-on-one on Chippendales. Some kids either peed, crap, yeah. thrown up in the in, balls. In the balls, and what are you going to do with it? And that was... When, Poor when they first, man. <laughs> when they first said that we were going to have a ball pit, we're all picturing McDonald's, and we all know the horror stories. You know, you go in, you go let a kid play in the ball pit, and suddenly you recognize it looks like you got fecal matter on one of the balls. Get out of there right now! You yeah, have, you're yeah. taking them home right away. To, diapers left. Diapers in left there. in there. Oh, okay, it was disgusting. Yeah. And we're all going, <laughs> "What the frick are you thinking of putting a ball pit in the middle of this place?" He said, oh, no, we got a plan. And it actually worked out pretty well where you have at the bottom of the ball pit this big old tube that's hooked on a vacuum. And what they did was if something happened like that, whoosh, all of a sudden all the balls almost in, in a matter of about Mr. a minute Sutton. and a half just got sucked down that tube into one pit into this little holding bin in the back. And they had this, these extras, and they just flipped over, and it instantly blew all those balls right back out the same day, and you had a fresh ball pit, and then Castillo was called up to clean the, this set yeah, of... Uh, they didn't just run, run the desoiled balls through some sort of cleaning apparatus? No, they, they cleaned come them up by hand? They them, no, they, they, they cleaned them backstage, but because they were using a sanitizer and everything, that's why they did it all well, backstage. Okay, but, but they cleaned them by hand? I don't know how they cleaned them. I just never backed them. <laughs> okay, I just saw the machine. Richard's not an expert at ball cleaning. <laughs> you know, there's a, you know, I want to try a comeback line on that one, and there's just no safe way I'm going to well, get away with anything. He is an expert, by the way, of going up and down in a shaft, though. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. great moments of mice cast past. You know, jeez. Oh, that Toontown at about three o'clock in under the winter sky is one of the most beautiful places in the park. The light hits that area and those colors, and it's one of the best areas to photograph in in winter light. In about the, the two to three o'clock in the afternoon, it's great. Well, it's even uh, better yeah. when all that stuff was fresh and shiny instead of faded. Still not. It, too it, bad. It's it's pretty good. Have you been back there in the last uh, couple months, Mike? No, because they've been doing some uh, a huge amount of repainting and resurfacing a lot of the buildings and everything. I say it looks pretty decent right now. Oh, it's, it looks you really know, good. It's, it's I in its worst stage. It's been twenty times as good as what they have in Florida with the temporary buildings and the cutout facade. Mickey Starland is that what it's well, called? It's back? Mickey's birthday Fair. land, Mickey Starland. I mean, I think it's Toontown Fair now. Uh, but you know everybody has to have their accomplishment, and for him that was a big deal. To, that I mean that was really the first land outside the berm. He broke the berm. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. What about Bear Country? It's within Bear the Country berm. didn't break the berm. It's still inside the railroad tracks. Oh wait a second! Mm -hmm. it goes it out does, under. Yeah, it does kind of go under it, there, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, Country Bear Jamboree is outside the Bear yeah, Tracks. Yeah, yeah. I guess now, it does. granted, the rest of it is inside. Yeah. And Splash Mountain came up Pretty later. Pretty close, yeah. Well, so. I mean, this one is physically a whole land beyond uh, it. This is true, yeah. You're, the entrance gateway is it's, the railroad trestle. Yeah. Uh, so Which again, that was, I found that, going back to the uh, Disney afternoon, that what I found was really interesting when we had Videopolis going, and they had the pathway going down to the trestle gates, and it was all blocked off, and mm -hmm. you had the construction wall blocking the view from the trains. But it was just something very unique and new 
yeah. dipping down to go underneath yeah. the railroad tracks, similar to uh, Main Street. Yeah, so I, I'm not finding, like some of the other podcasts right now, that are very disturbed by the cutbacks in the shows. Um, there's a guy that follows me on Twitter, and I follow him. He does a website. I think it's called Disneyland News. I, I know he's not even out of high school because some of his tweets will talk about, you know, got to go to school. Hopefully the parents can bring me down to the park this weekend. I think there may be in L.A. or in Valencia, somewhere in that area. So now, not to say that a kid that age can't be very knowledgeable about Disneyland because at that age I was very into Disney. Had, you know, every publication that was available at that time. I was very into it. There's no Internet, so I couldn't be, you know, an Internet expert. Uh, anybody that posts a page on the website can become an instant expert because anybody that doesn't know what you're spewing assumes that you know sure. what you're talking about. And I'm not saying this kid is spewing, but he, he had made a post that, you know, these, he didn't use the word draconian, but I'll use it, these draconian cutbacks and we're getting ripped off. These shows are all being cut back. I'm like, you know, you're too young to know the golden age where in the winter you had uh, very few shows you had bigger stuff on the weekends. You look forward to holiday times for special parades, an Easter parade or a Christmas parade. Um, and the parks during the off seasons were very low key. You know, fireworks only on the weekends and the holidays, uh, things like that. Even in Florida, if I remember in the early days when I went in the uh, early 70s and 80s, same thing. And the off season, you didn't have fireworks necessarily every night, but they might have had that. I'm not, there are some things they can't do in Florida simply because they're out in the middle of BFD. Not so much anymore. BFD is catching up with them really quick. But some things are somewhat controlled here because of being good neighbors and all. But it's just the way the offseason was. So it's not necessarily that Disney's being, going cheap. They're taking yeah. a time to kind of reorganize uh, let some shows go, replace some shows. Like you say, this kid probably didn't know they were replacing the track on Main Street, so he assumes that they're they're cutting back because they're being cheap. And I, right. I had made a post to him saying, you're you're combining the end of, a, let's say, an era with the, the end of the, the Million Dreams. Or the, oh, I think one of the things was the Christmas parade was ending and Small World was closing. I'm like, well, duh. The holidays are over. The the overlays and the Christmas parades, they're ending. That's not a cutback. That's the end of a season. That's the end of the oh, season. Oh, well, yeah, I ran those two together. Well, yeah, but it, you misrepresent what actually is going on. And I think you made an excellent observation well, also earlier. Um, a lot of the people that are making the biggest noise on some of the quote-unquote cutbacks going on, we've all been around for a while. We've, we've experienced... Well, you know, number of decades, not just years, but number of decades of Disney and Disney entertainment. We have seen that it does go through cycles. And there's times where you're going to have a whole lot of things happen within a few years. And then it's going to suddenly slow down. And since you've had all that excitement for a couple of years, it does seem like you're coming to a dead stop. And it's not. It's just that it's slowing down. Ron, Ron Dominguez was talking about how he felt during the Disney World days while they're building Disney World because he had started seeing the park from its infancy right that they had no money they were nothing was happening at Disneyland because you got to imagine what he experienced from 55 to Walt died there was always something going on yeah, yeah, Walt yeah. was just not satisfied I mean and in change the meantime, fix move new 
Disney World comes along, Walt's dead. They're begging for money at Disneyland to have something new. Right. And 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 that that's a case in point exactly is that at that time, during those first 10 years of Disneyland, there was nothing else. There was the studios doing the film work, and then there was Disneyland. And Walt was spending most of his energies at that time working on his pet project, Disneyland. Uh, then when Walt passed away in 66, we had the Florida project starting to build up. So money and effort needed to be diverted into Florida for the opening of Disney World. So you had so suddenly you have this slowdown going on at, at Disneyland for the opening of Disney World. And then you have a, those first few years, you have a lot of stuff. And this this is a constant. We There's always new things going on. People were complaining, uh, what was it, 10, 10, 15 years ago about all the cutbacks in the 90s and all the slowdown that was happening. There was nothing happening at Disneyland or Walt Disney World, just nothing happening. Well, that was the time they were building Disneyland Paris. So a lot of the effort, a lot of the uh, uh, work that the company was working on was pushing towards Paris. You, you know, you only have so many resources that you can draw upon, and you even especially when you're going into Imagineering, if WDI is working on one project, you can't very well have them just stop and go on another project. You, they, they need to complete the project they're working on, hopefully, and then give them the next project. But I think this, this does happen in cycles, and this goes into something uh, I was talking with a couple of friends of mine just yesterday in entertainment. We were talking about the cutbacks that were in entertainment because, yeah, no, okay, granted, there is Fantasmic every night right now, but there is no fireworks. There is no parades. Fireworks, although I understand, supposed to restart this weekend. Um, but all the all the atmosphere shows. There's the big one. The atmosphere shows cut way back right now because they have they can't they can't measure their they can't direct you know in the in the in this time of managing by spreadsheet they cannot directly attribute what the atmosphere brings to the bottom line. No, no, that's not the reason at all. Um, we've also we've we've seen this happen numerous, and I was pointing this out to them. We've seen this happen. Numerous time and time again, when you're developing new shows, you're spending a lot of capital and spending a lot of time. And you're those people that your directors, your producers, and for that matter, your performers are putting a lot of their efforts into those new shows. We got a couple new shows going right now. We got a new parade that's going to be coming out in March that they're trying to develop right now. You have World of Color that's being built over in California Adventure right now. You have a, the new atmosphere shows that are supposed to be getting ready for spring and summer for the whole new year of celebrations. So the people, and that includes your uh, technical services people that maintain your floats and your shows and, your, your, and yeah, even your sound systems. You think your atmosphere shows don't have te technical background people, but okay, there's well, still somebody that's give setting me an up and putting that microphone out. atmosphere that's been cut back. Uh, the Laughing Stock crew that does the little, uh -huh. that's the name of the group, Laughing Stock. They do the little outside skits in front of the Golden Horseshoe and everything with the sheriff. You and, know, uh, I know that's the being gun done. I have not seen it. Okay. Because, they, you know, for years we never had gunfights, but that was right. an old thing back when Walt was around. They have the gunfights. Well, they, they have a gunfight. They have a couple gunfight a couple days. There, there's an ongoing story throughout the day. So, okay. But on but Main they, Street, they, the Main Street, reduced. the band is still around. All the their little band. atmosphere bands still play. No, they've been cut. They, the atmosphere bands have been cut back. Really? Well, yes. cut back or eliminated. What does cut back uh, mean exactly? It means 
You know, they, okay, they don't here. play, they play less hours per day. They less play less days per week. Yeah. It's just the saxophone quartet or okay. saxophone and the, the other small. Your laughing stock used to be a seven day or a five day a week group. Now it's down to, I think it's like a three day. So it's still around. It's still around, but weekends, cut, cut, weekends. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, believe it or not, for those that haven't figured it out already, there are a couple groups that do the Billy Hill show. There's actually three. Yeah, I actually went to the website the, uh, and I, I saw that they've got like a yellow, green, and blue team or yeah. something like that. Yeah, One team has been eliminated. They're just going with the two teams, and they're talking about even reducing that down to just five well, days a week. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that the one, El, Billy, Elvis Billy, um, I didn't realize, you talked about, you know, you, you there's followers, and uh, entertainers have followers. Yeah. The the Billies. Groupies, they call them, yes. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, Bill, the Billy, um, that was it Billy Hill and the Hillbillies? Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. Um, there's one they they call Billy Elvis, I think. Yeah, back up. Just retype that. Just back up. It doesn't up for a matter. Second. I'm already found it because it was already there. What you were looking for came up. Shush. Bite me. <laughs> but anyways, so they've eliminated one of the teams, and they're going with the two. They're gonna, and they're talking about even drawing them, and they're going, and there was concern of, well. Is yeah. I, See, this yes, this I know. is a guy that I wanted to have for West Fest as a possibility, but it wasn't generating much thought. Uh, but it's this guy, if, if thought about West Fest lately. <laughs> this guy, this yeah. guy is the Billies, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. He's now. Hopefully, they didn't cut Anyways, this guy. Um, the great Kurt during, Wall. He also uh, does Elvis during the offs. I I don't know if anybody. I well, we talked about it when we were there at uh, Halloween Haunt. But we're into a kind of an off-season uh, back in the uh, October range with a lot of the shows. A lot of the people that worked in Laughing Stock and with some of the Billies, they were doing the show, the uh, night show over at Knott's Berry Farm, the uh, ha the uh, hanging show. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's not so. Uh, <laughs> you know, Avengers Club closed down. Yeah. A lot of those people are working around the park in street entertainment. Right. So, you know, not all of them. Some so, but the comment was made, you know, is this, this, this is this huge cutback. I mean, we're not paying attention to entertainment. No, it's not a question. This is just the normal cycles. And we did the same exact cycle right at the end of uh, 2005. Maybe not to this extent, but there was a, con a considerable slowdown after the 50th anniversary with the shows because they were re gearing up for the new years of Kajillion Dreams. Prior to that, um, when uh, 1999, 1999 and 2000 had, again, a really tremendous, huge cutback on the entertainment. Why? Because the entertainment folks, in particularly, again, you're, you, we got to remember, it's not just performers. you got technical people that put the shows together and, organ and uh, uh, work your speakers, your lighting, everything. All those people are spending a lot of time developing the new shows for California Adventure. Okay, now, do you have any idea, Richard, out of the three Billy teams, there's a Billy Gold, a Billy Green, and a Billy Blue. Okay. Do you have any idea which of these were the eliminated ones? No, I'm sorry to say I don't. Folks, just like we've said before, frontline <laughs> cast members don't, don't know shit. shit. <laughs> You want me to make a call and find out right now? No, it's not that. I important. can. Here, let me. I'm make hoping a... Billy Gold was not. I think they're I'll, the top. I'll, I'll team. make a call and I'll they... find out right now. Yeah, sure. No, you want me to? I don't I'll give a crap. Really? No, I, I can do that. If it's that important to you, I can really find out right now. 
Hope he doesn't kick my ass tomorrow when I see him at work. You really? I'll, I'll call him right now. I'll call your bluff. Go ahead. I don't give a shit. I just told you, if you want to call, call. You didn't know when I asked. If you feel like you need to call, go ahead. No, I, I'm just I'm just asking. You, you you feel like I need to prove myself on something. I am making a comment of what I have been told. Right, and you said you didn't know that was good enough for me. Okay, but then you're saying I don't know shit. I'm telling well, you, I don't care about the shit. I'm just saying I'm telling you what. We, we know you don't know because you just expressed it very no, clearly. I, no, you're saying I don't know shit. I'm <laughs> saying I don't care about the shit. I'm just telling you what I've heard. So so there. Okay, you, know, there you guys was, done? There was a, there was a time, didn't... shut up. There was a time back in the seventies and eighties that I don't think we saw during an off period any more street entertainment than we're seeing right now with the, the supposed cutbacks. Um, you know, I think over in DCA that parade has been cut down to uh, weekends, maybe not always during the week. But again, parades during the week at the Disneyland Resort has been uncommon uh, until the last maybe fifteen years, where it's just been inundated uh yeah all the time and i in fact i can remember when i started <laughs> I say, working I there even less time than yeah, that because i still remember in the early 90s they were still weekends and holidays yeah. only yeah yeah i'm even rem picturing even after we opened up uh california adventure during the winter months we had the blink and miss it cavalcade you know going. i i'm starting to think because i this was another comment i've heard that in florida they're thinking about cutting out or cut way back to pirate and princess and people are really upset about this. I'm like, uh, you can, yes. you know, it's cutting, it's cutting back because they're not selling as much crap. Well, well, you know, here's less, my less princess meet and greets, but they'll keep the merchandise stuff open. Well, that's well, that's that's, that's let's, another let's thing. Think about cut this. Back. So, Disneyland used to have a lot of special event parties, Night of Joy. Yeah. Um, now, Florida still has a, a lot of company parties. A too. Night of Joy thing. Now, what I don't understand, but Earl and some of the other ones swear that the, the, the most problems they have are on these Christian music night, night of joys. I never experienced that at the Disneyland one. They, there, were, there were two different ones, and they had two different names, probably associated with two different production companies that brought the bands in. Yeah. Uh, they swear in Florida that's the night they have all kinds of issues. Don't know, don't care. But I, just, I thought it was odd that they still had it in Florida, but they don't have it here. I'm beginning yeah. to think that those aren't as profitable, and Disney did those more as a almost a community thing, and they're they're just they're just not necessarily a big money maker. You take you take the um, the Christmas one in Florida, and I don't know if you've been to it, Mike. I've been to uh, the Christmas one. I've been to the Halloween one. Not every attraction is open, so there's a little reduction in the attractions. Though a lot of them are open. They're also doing a lot of free things. You know, they're giving out the. Uh, I've been the to neither Christmas okay. or Halloween. They're giving out the candy, or they're giving you out the fifty dollar cookie and and uh, hot chocolate because you figure you cookie. just paid an extra fifty bucks to get in there and get a free hot chocolate and cookie. That's pretty much what it's cost you for those two things. Uh, they're they're doing a special fireworks show. They're doing special productions around the park, especially at the Halloween one. At, at the Christmas one, the Christmas parade premieres during that and doesn't go live in the parks till a little later can are they making a profit on those when you consider how busy the parks actually are i'm going to throw a reverse spin on that one oh, I was, first i asked the question are they profitable i would say yes they have to be profitable otherwise disney they are. Be doing 
Well, Disneyland's not doing them anymore. Yeah, they will. Well, here, this is this is what I'm saying. I'm going to throw a reverse okay. spin on you. Okay. Um, I will agree. They tend to be slower nights. That was one of the reasons why we like to go to them because they were limited tickets that they went out. So they, it might not have been as busy as say a Jul- uh, July or August even true, going there. Uh, the other thing that Disneyland had, particularly at that time for us during the periods when we went to them, was they were unlimited tickets for the parties at a time when prior to the passports when we still were using ABCDE tickets. Sometimes. Okay. But they still had passports in the later days of those. But here's where I'm going to throw a fl- uh, do a flip side on you. What if Disneyland is reducing it because of the community? Because you're bringing in the added traffic, the added noise and everything during the weeknights, and Anaheim might have been getting irritated. It's just not worth the hassles to deal with it. It's uh, not... The Night of Joys and those things were usually done on Friday nights. Um, okay. So it's not... But but you still. But I'm talking about, let's just go private parties in particular, because we used to also have the co- corporate yeah. parties. I remember going to the TRW parties all the time. Yeah, what... Uh, is is Disney stopped marketing it, stopped offering it, or because the park is staying open longer in general around the year that it that it's not as conducive to those kind of that, things. That's that's where I was kind of going into is you're talking about Disneyland's already open Friday nights. Okay, right. We are Disneyland already is open Friday nights. There's no need for it then. So you're talking about the middle of the week. Companies will do it. But is it worth it to the company to deal with the hassles of the city? How much? You know, how already, much does it cost? You know? Already, people are complaining right now. Okay, you don't have fireworks. Why not? Well, that was one of the things that Disney promises the city during the quote-unquote school months. They will limit the amount of fireworks going off at night, just for community relations types. But again, I will state, I don't know that as a fact. That is what I have been. Always That's been the long-term told. story that we don't do it. We only do it. Uh, holidays weekends and summer because that's in general when uh it's considered like holiday times where you know curfews are later people curfews stay out. are later no, kids are you know kids you are, don't have to deal with schools and everything yeah, exactly that's and my thought is maybe disneyland doesn't do the corporate parties near as much because these don't make a lot of noise how, how about how about that they want to keep the corporate party the stuff for themselves? Yeah, but the, the attractions in general don't generate noise outside the park. The shows do. That I say, not a joy. They had bands at every stage they could possibly set up right. and get going. That was a noisy one. A TRW party, there's no noise. I don't know. We had bands at those too. Not often. Not like you did at a uh, uh, you know a night of joy or whatever they called those things. Um, I mean, I'm just, I'm just throwing that out. Because we're always a, looking for the mix-in nights, right? Because you know, if the company couldn't guarantee right. a certain amount of people, they would have a mix-in they, going on. They'd to, have a mix-in, yes. and to explain so I, to that, a mix-in. They don't is, do mix-ins anymore. They don't force you out of the park at closing time. If you were smart enough to hang around, you'd get to stay in. Right. You just <laughs> couldn't get in after the quote-unquote closing time. Yeah, without it's kind of like uh, extra magic hours at, at right. Florida at somebody the else's other- expense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the other thing, oh, and, and I'll throw this one out, is the bubble the bubble effect over in Florida. In Florida, you have a lot of guests at a lot of the hotels that okay, they might want to do something more. Okay, so we'll throw one of the parks open or something. Yeah, because God the, forbid we have the adult entertainment open. Yeah, I know. Uh, Disneyland, there's not as much because you have the rest of the city that's surrounding you. That as much as we'd like to keep people in the bubble, yeah, there's a lot of competition going well, on. Know, so that goes into the Florida thing. Florida has changed their park hours since, you know, when we were younger and went there. 
to what I consider bizarre compared to what we do out here. No kidding. But but again, a different environment, a resort. They got you trapped on property in a lot of senses. You know. That's actually a version of cutback. You know the the whole rotating park late park hour thing. Yeah, it is, and people to, got used to it, and yeah. that's how they plan their vac you know their vacations versus what's open late, what's open early. Uh, where see now this one person was complaining. Well, let's say I'm only in Florida for four days, and Fantasmic only runs four days, but I'm only there two of the four days it's running. But because of what I want to do for ADRs or something else, I can't get there. Yeah. And promptly, her better half says, you saw it last time. You don't need to see it this time, which <laughs> is kind of the way I think. You don't have to see everything every time. Yes, you'd like to, but there are things that you can skip now and then. And for some of us more type A people, shows and those kind of things are the ones you can see less often. Uh so, but yeah, you're right, Mike. You're you're right. That is a sense of a manipulating um, cutbacks and comes uh, from man managing by spreadsheet, right? Labor hours. Oh, we can we can shave, you know, some labor hour here, shave some labor hour there. But then you it's also got to look at it if the Magic Kingdom is like, well, I would say at Disneyland from year to year when we would pick shifts during the summer, it was not, you know, we were never sure to full time people could pick summer park shifts because unless they announced that we were staying open the one this summer, there wasn't a balance of full-time shifts in the park. So, you know, the full-timers all, please go to one, go to one, <laughs> you know, the part-time like, no, close at 12, close at 12. Cause that means they got priority to the park shifts. Uh, and that was kind of the way we knew how economic times were going for Disney, whether or not they were staying open to one this summer or closing at 12 this summer. So now take that to Florida. If you had the magic kingdom open at 12 every night, Epcot opened at 12 every night. You got to think between those two parks, when there are only two parks, one of the parks is probably close to being empty. Yeah, yeah. It's, so you start <coughs> rotating and balancing it. In fact, in this interview with Dick Nunes, he mentions what the park hours for Epcot's gonna, uh, Epcot Center is going to be. A little different what it is now, but basically Future World opens early. World Showcase, Showcase opens open. later. He had it opening later than they open it now. And then they both close relatively early. So even back in 82, you know, 6, 7, 8, you know, these I were think, Wasn't hours. there even a time where they uh, closed World Showcase like an early. hour or two early? Yeah. And just left Future World open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, um, you know, it's 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 manipulating your, your crowd, too. It's just moving people around. Um, you know... That's the one thing that I got to say the West Coast never understood is we used to close two days a week. That's right. Yeah, uh, Monday, Disneyland right? did close Mondays Walt and Tuesdays. Walt Disney Tuesdays. World never has. They've always been a 24-7, seven-day-a-week well, seven operation. And we used to think at Disneyland, we'd scratch your head, how do they get any maintenance done? Yeah, and and that that used to be a joke at Disneyland is, you know, this little park wasn't designed to be able to handle that much Operations. Well, Walt Disney World was designed around the idea of doing that type of operation. I mean, because on the two days that the park was closed, swarms of painters, swarms oh, of yeah. electricians, swarms of you know guys with you know high pressure hoses. I mean, the park was scrubbed. It down, was painted, detailed, detailed. Oh you know, yeah. two days a week. And, and you're talking about that you, you didn't have construction walls because okay, Main Street. Well, you well yeah, you, you, did, you did, you did, walls. but you but never Main had Street. signs that said wet paint. You never had signs that said because wet they paint. painted on those, they two, went days paint on those two days. And but you would have projects like 
the Mark Twain going down for two or three days for a boiler or, or painting or whatever. Okay, that's the two days that Disneyland's closed, so the Mark Twain was never down. Um, you know, the, the day you have to check, like uh, when well, Matterhorn went down. It's not to say you for, didn't have huge rehabs. You, you know, oh, you, you still, still had to have rehabs because you're, you're still talking. Months, but, yeah, you're still talking about. Like I said, it's a minimum of two weeks at least on those attractions. On and the more advanced and larger yeah. the attraction, the more time it you, takes. You saw the start of some of the, the the decay of Disneyland was when they started going seven days a week because they looked at maintenance a little different. And of course, a lot of people blamed Eisner on it. There was quite frankly, a lot of maintenance that has just been neglected ever since Walt died. I mean, you could just say, this is not four years, because I came on four years after Eisner took over, and this one guy, Clipboard George, used to <laughs> moan and groan about, look at this, this, this Eisner, what he's done, he's cut back the budget. I'm like, that is not four years of dry rot. Yeah. Or that is not four years of, of neglect. That is many years of neglect. You know, yeah. you can tell what is recent what's been old what's been neglected for a long period of time and yeah um yeah i, I gotta say eisner got a lot of bad rap with a lot of bad stuff i think he did great things for the company so well you know he, we know I, I there's per, a mixed bag there but yeah i personally like in general you if if anything else you you everybody must admit if they don't they might as well become a knott's berry fan knott's berry farm fan or something eisner saved the walt disney company yeah well the eisner wells team with the help and forethought of uh, Roy Disney and Stanley Gold, saved the Walt Disney Company. Yeah. Now, if they intended it to get That's to where Roy it is now, Edward Disney, yeah. Roy's son, yeah, right. Walt's nephew. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they intended it to get to where it is now, Roy. That is Roy and Stanley Gold, but they did save the company from being torn apart. Yeah. Um, but I think I that's... agree. We can go into that one for a whole. Oh yeah, I'm just here, saying. But... You know, you saying he gets a bad rap. He does. But if somebody can't grasp that small concept, they might as well go be a and, Universal shill yeah, or not Berry Farm shill or Six Flags shill. Going right back you know. into what you said earlier, uh, <clears throat> the tremendous amount of growth for all the parks, for the company in general, that took place during the 20-year tenure that uh, my or was almost 20 years, Michael Eisner did with the company. Well. Okay, now we're slowing down, and they still want that tremendous amount. Well, of they really going want on. everything Eisner did for the parks. Yeah. Though they don't necessarily want to admit it's Eisner that uh, really was behind a really did a, a lot, lot of push it, on so. that. So, um, bottom line, do you, do you guys think that uh, Disney's really having an economic downturn, or do you think Disney's uh, doing okay well, right you know, now? Here, here's the thing: Do you want them to be honest? Do you expect honesty from them to tell you why they do things? Some podcasts are saying, I, I'd like them to be a little more transparent and an honest why they're cutting back. And because we've been around so long, I don't look at as much as a cutback is to a cyclical, seasonal adjustments, exactly. uh, like the economy, like the environment, a lot of these well, things. Yeah, cyclical, we, we, we were just talking about environmental that. or uh, uh, rotations of these things. Rotations and just going, getting set up for the next big push. To me, I don't, I don't expect or want to see... Bob Iger, you notice he's been very media shy in general. Yeah. Unlike Eisner, who uh, became, he almost became a Walt Disney in a sense that when you thought Walt Disney Company, you thought there, Michael there, Eisner. There, there yeah, was right? a man. Yeah. I could almost guarantee you 90% of the people who like Disney don't even know who Iger is. They, um, 
I got the, the smaller percentage would recognize him, and especially would not would recognize rec- him if we I'm, I'm not sure I would recognize him. I might have to go look at a website again. It, it, like, oh yeah, yeah, that's him. It took me a couple times. I mean, he he does come into the park quite often and just walks around. And who the Greer, heck are you? Greer would walk past me, and I probably wouldn't notice him. I but Dominguez I see Iger more in the park well, than I see Greer. Dominguez, Nunes, these guys I knew. What were the two Coras? You know, these yeah, people Jim I knew and, when uh, I saw him. John Cora. Yes. Um, uh, and what's the other uh, Linquist? You know these these are people you knew Jack Lindquist, uh, yes. and you saw. Well, but of course, Iger's... now the the, the uh, number two person of Disneyland Resort, Michael Groton, you see every day without fail. You will see him. Well, that's good. In the He's morning. out in the park and moving he around. He is out throughout, moving through the whole resort. So, yeah, so time. Iger is really taking a uh, really kind of a he he. The corporate world knows him. The stock people know him. The right people know him, but the he's not a public image like Eisner was. No, uh, which is and you take a look at his background, good or I bad. I don't yeah, know. It, it, just a different no, style I, of management. I, I, I think no, it actually doesn't bother me because that whole ego thing that was people associated with Eisner's being an egomaniac. I think it's working for him. I think it, I think Eisner's made some good choices, and he's letting you know he's standing back and letting people execute their plans. I think when Eisner did it, it was needed because the Disney company needed no some face, face yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. They needed some, but they don't now. They're reestablished, you might say. Right. Um, uh, similar to Walt and then Roy Cardwalker. Yeah. Nobody knows who Cardwalker or Don Tatum are. <laughs> yeah, that, well, this is probably a good thing for Cardwalker. <laughs> well, Tatum, I don't know. Um, or Gary Wilson. Well, not Gary Wilson. There was another guy back. There was another small person in there somewhere. Uh but I don't know that this is necessarily a bad thing, and I don't expect Disney to put out an announcement that says, due to economic times, because what's going to happen? And see, everybody thought Steve Jobs' health was down, right? Yeah. His stock dropped. Yeah. Okay. If Disney says, we're doing this because of economics, their stock's going to exactly. get hit. No, no, they're not, they're not going to say that. No one's going to come I, well, out and right. say we're doing any of this because of economics. It's just going to be... But I'm asking, do, there are some podcasts out there that say they... They expect more from Disney to tell them why. I don't. No. I don't see any Did, reason why. I want to see in the annual report that they've got plans to expand or maintain or what they're doing. Those I don't are want the only people stay. they have to answer to, really. I don't want them, yeah, I don't want to hear excuses that we've cut back on the Main Street Parade because... And they're not going to tell you. They're not going to, they're not going to explain why they do the cutback. Or, or we're doing an extended rehab because... No, I no. all I want to know is you're maintaining the park. You're what's coming. Give you know that's why I missed the that preview room or the uh, uh, showcase yeah, on I, Main I, Street. I, I gotta it, say, it gave I, you hope that something was coming along, and it, it gave you kind of a little quick thrill that oh, I, I was a few years. I'm honestly disappointed with the Blue Sky Room. I was really picturing more of the I'm, showcase. I'm shop. very was, disappointed because half of half of what's in yeah. there is already built. Yeah, I, I was really hoping more of what the showcase shop used to be. Not not only just the stuff coming up in the next couple of years, but what we're thinking about yeah, ten doing. Ten years down the line, I mean, you yeah. even saw yeah, that... if, if people know what a um, plus uh, like a master plan. It's basically an aerial pictures with color blocks or outline. Yeah. Think of the, the map of the United States, and every state's a different, so just a solid color. That's kind of like a a master plan. So you have Disneyland. You'd have these blocks of colors where you know in twenty ten we're thinking about developing here maybe you know so they give you these thoughts 
right? That they yeah. might be doing something. And those big they, maps they used to sell, remember those? Oh yeah. And they'd have like feature Mountain, projects. You know, yeah, feature yeah, side yeah. of this. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That's they, what already, I want from Disney. They've I don't care. Given me, if they've already goes, given a. Uh, a tentative uh, termination day of the Blue Sky Room. It's like, you don't do that. This is supposed to be what all our dreams are yeah. going to be coming into. I don't into. care if Pirates is an extended rehab. When I show up to the – see, I, it's different for me maybe because we're local. But, but even when I used to go once a year during on a Christian school day, you get to the park and the ticket booth, and you know, oh, crap, Pirates is closed today. Oh, get over it. There's plenty of other things to do. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Granted, I mean, Joe well, from Montana shows up, and you know, or maybe we should say Mark in Montana. But I'm trying to, you know, but you know, it just and, it just is. I, you yeah. can't have a perfect park where everything's open. So what? Let's say you to, show to up the, to the extent that you want it. Let's to be. say you show up in the middle of summer. Everything is supposed to be open. It's all scheduled to be open. And it's so all busy. The day that you happen to go to the Magic Kingdom, Space Mountain breaks down. You never make it back there. Yeah. What's different about that than it was under rehab? Right. You can't control every circumstance of everything. Or, yeah, it's just when I went on spring break, I'm like, what the hell did I do? <laughs> it was so packed. I'm, I was hoping to just get half of what I wanted to do then. <laughs> so, so in your viewpoint, you'd say Disney is still doing rather well. You don't see any problems with them on in general. In general, entertainment, the entertainment business in general, the larger entertainment business, does well in recessions in time of economic uncertainty because people want the escapism. Now, Hollywood is still suffering from the first strike a year ago, over a year ago. <laughs> Potentially suffering from another a one. A lot of people still have not gone to work. There's a lot of trepidation about uh, the continuance of Hollywood, how it will, will survive this. Will indies you know, start winning out of studios? You go then to the parks, I haven't seen that the parks are not necessarily swamped. Now, there was a post on Twitter today that said it was a very light day today in the park. I don't know. Uh, there, I used to know that it would take 7,000 people to break even or some number. You know, it used to be that magic number. Yeah. If this came through the park, it's a good day. We're not losing money. I, I don't know if there's a magic target anymore. Or uh, if they'll tell you, but as an employee, I used to know because I worked the main gate a lot that the main gate people would say, "Oh yeah, we did okay today." It would be a day where you're like, "God, did we make any money today?" Yeah. You're like, yeah, "Don't <laughs> worry, we, we hit our number." Yeah. So you got to kind of you you see the little number counter inside that inside the the lead yeah. booth, and you'd kind of get an idea of what it took to uh, break even. I think Disney will do well, and it, uh, you might actually find people who travel to Disney go, "Wow, this is especially if they've been." times before when it's busy going it's kind of nice so though it may be slow economic times and you're worried whether or not the company's doing well because you don't understand the cyclical nature of their cutbacks or their readjustments to the show you might just go damn this is a this nice is day. nice yeah i'm yeah, glad I, i'm here at this time it's funny you should mention that because uh being back in the parks yesterday and today um I would say it was rather light compared to Christmas during Christmas season coming up in there. Can quite a bit light, but it's still busier. I can still remember during this time, January, you know, the second week of January where it was dead in the park and you can literally go, you know, five, six minutes before you saw the next person. Practically. Well, I guarantee you that when we were kids, the week before Christmas was a ghost town yeah, Christmas Day and the week after up to New Year's and, was an absolute 
uh, Madhouse. Madhouse. In those first asylum. two weeks of December, the park closed at 6 p.m. Yo, my first lead, my, my first lead shift in the park was a Christmas Eve. It was so slow, and then some some people had lost their stroller. It was so slow. By I saw them later that night. I could count how many people around Pirates of the Caribbean. I found the stroller that had been taken from them earlier. The Hispanic family that tried to make up the biggest freaking lie in the world of why they took it. Um, when these other people's items and merch were still on the stroller, it was pathetic, but you know what happens. Yeah. You could literally, I could have counted how many people yeah. were in the park. And I'll, I'll give you, I'll give for anyone that's going into the park. That now was probably says, 1992 yeah. roughly for, for anyone that, that is going into the park now is talking about how slow it is. Space Mountain still had, I think it was like a ten or fifteen minute wait going. Now a couple, a couple weekends now, ago remember, on a Friday night or yeah, yeah one Friday night, I, or, I I rode Space Mountain, walked right back right because I was recording and I just wanted to record in a few different modes. Yeah. Walked right back on it, waited five minutes maybe, yeah, and went back to back on it. But I was that, like, yes, the that, olden days are back, you know. Yeah, I was. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is you were taking I remember a time. time you're just so impatient. You're just as bad as Yes Star. <laughs> that there's times where you don't even hit the. You'll walk through the entire mountain. You won't even hit the line until you get right up yeah. to the turnstile. When you see wait time ten minutes, it takes you ten minutes to walk through the queue. Yeah. <laughs> not, we, not always. That, but, but that happened a couple of times in Florida. It said five minute wait, and we walked right on. Well, I guess you can't turn it any less than five minutes, and. Some of these queues are long. It, it yeah. can take you a while uh, to get there. Uh, so uh, what I love, you know, the, my favorite queue wait sign is Tower of Terror. It's never less than 13 minutes. No, it's not. And that is, that's, I love it. <laughs> you know, if it's over, fine. But, you know, the, the shortest it will ever be is 13 minutes. Yeah. And I don't know if they do that in, in Florida. But uh, most of their signs are digital I believe, anyways. Uh, yeah, ours are still analog. Um, no, manual. All, all the new ones that they've been putting in are, are, all, are all digital, are all digital. Now. Are now. Have they gone to the little system where they give the, the, the guest a little card uh, to scan? A couple, a couple of the attractions, I don't actually, I've seen the cards. Florida all now, the I time. Don't, yeah, I don't, I, I've seen the cards being used, but I don't know if they have now, the scanners. Can I tell you guys that they're using those now at some of the restaurants in Florida? And, oh, yeah? and I can only guess that it's to only for management to have an idea if they have an efficient staff or not, because there's no, you know, no board that you yeah. wait five minutes to eat your food. Um, it's just, I, they gave you one of these while you're queuing up. But I found more often than not that Disney's Disneyland's old analog way of doing it is more accurate than that digital I, way with those cards. Cause I more than once, I got I got to correct that. It's not worked. I, I misunderstood. They're digital boards, but they're still manually set. Okay. So they're they're not yeah. automatic. They don't automatically update by using those those little scans. Those cards. cards. Yeah, they're manually set. <laughs> the the lead of the attraction goes over and sets the numbers okay. on what it's going to read. I swear, more more often than not, in Florida, those things are off, and not necessarily to your advantage. I guarantee you, almost always at Disneyland, unless there's a breakdown while you're in line, those things are accurate. And most likely shorter than the time they put up there. Yeah, well, I was I was gonna say I was told by one of the uh, traction leads that 
they have a pretty good idea of where the line is, and they're always told bump it by add like four or five minutes more to what you're well, getting. So, so, yeah. so yeah. It's, it's from yeah. the point of that sign, which some people don't remember. Yeah. So if you walk, you walk to the mansion, and it says ten minutes. That's if you're standing right there, and the line's all the way back to there. Yeah. So if it's half of that, you know, you know, you're going to be less. But yeah. Anyways, that could be a whole other topic because I've been frustrated sometimes at, at Disney World. My first encounter in Mission Space, I think it said 45 minutes. Two hours later, we were still in line. <laughs> and at that point, you're like, what? I've been here so long. Don't bail. You know, you, you, you want to get on. Yeah. They said 45 minutes. It's going to happen any minute now. <clears throat> I'm telling you, after all the bad press about Mission Space, <clears throat> I have never seen a line as long as I did when I went the first spring break of that first year it was open. Yeah. You know, um, I... I was under the impression of Mission, Mission Space, the green, you know, the less intense experience. Would be longer? No, would be, was no spinning. No, I, it still spins, it's but very been, slow, I think. But yeah, not as, well, there you go. That was caught by surprise. I thought it was everything but the spinning. And no, it's spinning, just not so much. Now, how did you figure this out? Well, I went on it <laughs> this last time. Say, well, what was that doc one? How'd you figure this out, Space Boy or Future Boy? How do you know this, Future Boy? Um, suppose you know, that... I well, I can't say that I 100% knew it's fun. I was torn between are they just moving the hydraulics and moving the, the cabin around on you, or is it just spinning at a much slower rate? I, I'm, I wasn't 100% sure what exactly, or if it was a combination. But it makes sense that it's spinning. I'm thinking they're spinning millions of dollars on those centrifuges and, and not to spend them seems like yeah. a yeah, considerable yeah. waste but so mike what are your thoughts disney safe I, investment I, I, oh sure we're not, <laughs> we're, not, we're not giving stock advice no 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 <laughs> I, seriously the, the company as a whole is not going to have a problem you know they have they have money right they're not going to go away but they're just you know from the theme park side because that's basically what we talk about here is that they're going to get ready for the storm by starting to cut things back here and there. So you're actually That's... looking at more as a cutback for the storm rather than what Greg and I were talking about, that this is just a natural cycle to the events that well, go on. Well, in the... it, is, okay, it is a natural cycle, but this down cycle is a little bit deeper than we were used to in the past. So, at least... I think what, so what you're saying, Mike, is you understand that this is the way it used to be and how they used to cycle through slow times. But you're looking at it as a cut because we've been experiencing good times for long enough. We didn't have to go back, let's Cor say, to the correct. old way. Correct, because so, they, you know, they 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 manage. It's a you know, it's a publicly traded company, so they have to show growth every quarter. You know, and if you can't grow your bottom line by selling more stuff or getting more turnstile clicks, then you grow the bottom line by cutting expense. So even in this downtime where they still have money. They're going to show some, you know, they have to show some growth because the people won't buy their stock if they don't, right? Well, here's what they're not doing. So think about it this way. After 9-11, they literally stop a resort and it's still sitting there, let's say, in mothballs, if you will, in Florida. They never completed the resort. the second half of a uh, pop century. Pop, yeah. yeah. We've got these DVCs under construction at Disneyland. All over the damn place. They're, they're going to be completed. Yeah. There's not as many as I thought there was going to be, but they'll be oh, completed. 50? Be a real nice complex. There is nothing that I have seen to say that any construction is stopping because there are things in the middle of projects. Now, I have seen things for the state 
there's a building in Santa Ana uh, that's going to be used as court uh, court or court uh, supported services where they had already given a notice to the building they were leasing. We're leaving because of our budget mess in California. Construction has stopped or is going to stop in that building and they'll just walk away. Okay, Disney's not leaving anything unfinished, unbuilt. Anything that's moving right now is being completed. They are supposedly starting on a few things. If, if construction started six months later, most people wouldn't notice. And in fact, in construction, that's not unusual because if every dot is an I, you know, and T's are crossed and contracts aren't right or some contractor falls off the edge of the earth, yeah. things push back construction sometimes. How many times have you complained because you couldn't start something today because you suddenly got called into city planning office because something didn't get well yeah there, i mean there's 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 always a myriad of things that might not allow you to start when you thought you were going to start you know uh now the average person might think that's disney delaying and it might be and it might not be but from what i'm observing now we're seeing basically a shift to the the old tried and true management ways of the 70s and 80s to get through the the slowdown versus literally cutting projects uh, from what and I can see. I, I honestly don't see it. It doesn't different. bother me. Yeah, I honestly don't, I don't, I don't see any cutbacks and slowdowns other than what we would, we can be in a new golden age. I would still foresee what we're seeing happen would happen regardless because the company is redistributing its energies into different well, projects. Say, you see, or you're telling us they're replacing the track on Main Street. Another guy sees they've eliminated a parade without replacing it. They're cutting back. They're screwing yeah. me over. The man I... is screwing me over. <laughs> Yet you know there's a rehab going on. Yeah. Now, Disney might have taken advantage of this lull and say, you know what, let's, let's, let's back up this parade, let us fine-tune it some more, and it'll give us a chance to fix Main Street. It might be a twofer. But what the some of the shills are misleading people to is it's strictly draconian cutbacks. And what yeah. we can see, it's not strictly that, but it's kind of a combination of a lot of different things. A shell game, maybe in some ways, but um, like I say, I think it might be a good thing to see a little bit of a slowdown. Now, your prediction, Mike, that the cheap pay-by-month annual pass might increase attendance uh, we'll see i'm not sure well, i'm not sure increase I, attendance but it'll definitely increase the number of annual passes that are issued remember I, you 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 can't I, at least i don't think directly tie attendance to how many annual passes are out there because there's been points when i haven't been for three months and you know it, it, it'd be interesting to know the statistic on let's say there's a hundred thousand annual passes out there what's the average attendance on those is it once a month? Is it two times a month? Uh, I, you know. Yeah, you're right. But I will agree with Mike that I think it's going to increase the sales of annual passes. And just by math, that will increase business because you're going to have, okay, you have 100,000 tickets there. So that means at any given time, let's say 1%, 1,000 or yeah, 1,000 people come to the park on any given day. If you have, 150,000 tickets now sold. That 1% now becomes 1,500 people are going to be coming into the park. So I think it's going to increase the attendance as well. Um, I just think, yeah, I think it's going to make it Potentially, yes. Potentially. And, and, of course, that's good for business. Now, the only bad thing in 
major rehab time is when people eaters go down, people are on the street. Right. And unfortunately, we're going to go through a period. We've got two of them down right now. As soon as those two open, we're going to have another but one go down. Again, it's the regular schedule that you have every year. That is true, though. This I, year, one of them. One of them. When I heard it on the other podcast, they had done some research and it actually found that the rehab this year was longer. By a week okay. or two. By a week or two. And I don't give a crap. But, so what? But you know, but here, let's say, look at it. We're not going to have another year that has no small world because they're rebuilding the attraction. We're not going to have another year without Pirates of the Caribbean because it's being rebuilt for the premiere of the second so movie. So it's going down We're, for an unspecified amount of time. That's because they probably yeah, have they just, their play in flux on how much they want to do on it. We're not going to have another two years missing Space Mountain because it's going through a major... Most of the really major rehabs... Have been taken care well, of. Walt Disney You're World Space into... Mountain has been cut down the length of time that rehab is going to be. So now there's there, the the press release I saw said the track would change, the experience or the track would be replaced. The experience would not change. Um, and so it doesn't sound like they're doing much more than replacing the track. Well, no I, speakers in the cars. No, you know. Yeah, but that was for I'm the most you, part. <laughs> Chris. Chris, I, and Jimmy rode down. I don't know if we talked about this, but since we talked about Space Mountain here, we went on it, and, you know, you forget how quiet it is because I had just ridden Space Mountain Disneyland two or three times in a row recording. We're sitting there, and we're laughing because it was like <laughs> something was missing, missing or broke, and you hear some giggles here and some screams there. But it's almost like watching TV without the sound yeah. going to Florida and riding Space Mountain. You know, you, you say they're just replacing the track, but i got to say for the Space Mountain when it was down for those two years, that was the main thing. They were replacing the track and the superstructure that supported the track. I understand, but, but that's, Florida, but they're I'm just saying, in less than a year, they say. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's still a big job. I'm not um, saying it's not, but yeah. it's, they're, they were supposed to do a longer rehab but I'm going to a shorter rehab. I'm just saying in case you get any DEFs that are saying, yeah. but why is it taking so long? They're just replacing the track. It's still a it, big it's, job. And seeing for the Florida one, that seems like a cutback, that they're not planning to do as much as maybe they were. Possibly, maybe they were going to pad the time a little bit. Now they're not padding it as much. Yeah. Who knows? And I think that's what the whole thing on the Pirates, if it's an undisclosed time, I think they're trying to make a determination if they can pad it, how much can they push it to be able to get some extra yeah, things done Yeah, I don't remember. There. there was one other one. They said, well, I can't understand why it's going down again. It was just closed for X amount of time, and it's literally going down again. Well, remember, I don't remember I, which attraction that was. Here's another thing. We talked about on the last show the restaurants, the New Orleans main kitchen, which yes. the Pirates does surround, yes. well, is going maybe that's down part and being cut down to bare dirt. And rebuilding and replumbing in there, that might be part of it as well. I'm sure that's part of it because it be pirates not, does might, surround. They might the not have a thing. clear uh, a point with the contractor, and you know, unforeseen things once they open yes. that place up that hasn't been touched in uh, 30, 40 years. Yeah, 40 years of plumbing that hasn't been looked at. So interesting. They might have to do some shoring. There, yeah, there could be some definite well noise if they're in there jackhammering and all yeah. that. Oh, that would yeah. transmit. Oh! What the hell did you do? The chair just broke. 
Oh, <laughs> no comments from the peanut gallery here, guys. <laughs> just broke my studio chair. Oh, jeez. Oh, Is he leaning back in it? No. no I was his, just sitting down in the his, chair. His uh, cheek broke the edge off. Jeez. <laughs> that well, sounds like a good place to end the show. You're kidding, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, jeez. Bringing down the house. I thought he was falling just standing or something. You know, some people do that. And he falls off the side <laughs> of the chair. He broke it with his cheek. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, well uh, it's uh, been a long show anyway. Uh, so let's uh, end this and say, you know, our emails. Uh, don't forget, Westfest is coming up. Uh, the, it'll be too late to take the survey. The survey will be done before this gets posted, I think. Correct. Uh, um, so, uh, you know, we're having Westfest. We're having a bunch of meets. We don't know about the banquet and entertainment right at the moment. That's... Still, still kind of in flux, um, partly because of economics. You know, our, how many people are coming to West Fest? These are those things we're trying to figure out and get to know, but definitely West Fest is happening. Uh, DPN podcaster <laughs> gathering community and all that good stuff. Uh, so just look for news on the, uh, the DPN website for more information. April 31, and, too. April yeah. 30, May 1, too. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's the place. So and we're still not hearing any information out of the Disney Family Museum for the Dis- DPN gathering we're going to have up there. I just, I, year, yeah. I just can't find any information on any opening date. So they might have uh, running into some issues up there too. I don't know, or they're just keeping it really tight until it's um, a big announcement or something. I don't know. It, it's been odd. Early on, there was some speculation of when it was going to open. Now some of that stuff doesn't seem to be floating around anymore like it was. Uh, so I've got some of my contacts oh, yeah, up in are. the general area, keeping tabs on the local papers and things there's, like that. There's so. floaters and there's sinkers. So. There's floaters. Yeah, oh, I gosh. used to know what the difference between, but I don't think I want to. So. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, uh, any other announcements that you can think of? Uh, no. I, I heard your, I heard your uh, uh, pilot show was behind and hadn't been out in a while. Yeah, yeah. I got to get... Uh, I, I got one more thing to do, and then I can. I not, not huh? pilot, aviator. Yeah, you, yeah. you can keep telling yourself that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I have one more show in the final original series, and then I've already got two shows in the can for the for the next go round. I just got to get that one last wrap up before I can hit the next one. Yeah, so. and my uh, my hit parade since the URL looks like a shit parade. <laughs> is that uh, is that really the problem? I you know I'm gonna I'm gonna change the URL. I'm just gonna buy another one because they're cheap. Uh, resubmit it and see what happens. Because uh, I tried to resubmit, you fixing the feed, and it says you've already submitted. Well, I can't find any information. What happens if you're rejected and you try to fix your feed to get it to be rechecked? I, I I've looked all over the iTunes website, so I'm figuring that could be the problem because the thing I used to write the RRS works for political gestures with the same errors that are in Greg's hit parade. But since Greg's hit it's parade Greg, looks like Greg's shit parade, <laughs> I'm thinking maybe that's what's kicking it back. Um, and, and there's a few people who think it's that and everybody's getting a good laugh out of it. And, you know, when I when I filled that out, I'm thinking, yeah, I can see how now I'll just go with that because well, it's going to sound funny if it's Greg hit parade. So now I'm thinking just change it to McNaughton hit parade or the initials or something and and see if the uh, see if iTunes rejects it. Flies then. Max hit parade. Uh, that I just 
Yeah, it's it's getting a good laugh out of everybody. But the URL does work if you go to the uh, the website and click on it. You could use another RSS, uh, you know, aggregator. Or... Uh, thank you, aggregator, and get it. Uh, so, anyways, that that one's been kind of funny. Uh, so, anyways, plan you know plan for West Fest. To, you know, get over the even if you miss the survey. There's a there's a thread you can get into. Let us know if. Yeah, hey, I didn't hit the survey, but yes, I'm coming. Are, or no, yeah. I'm not. Uh, any thoughts you have about Westfest, just get them in there. Uh, and all all the information we can know can help us. Based on the success of Mousefest this year, I, I feel good about Westfest, but I know the longer Obama keeps telling us how bad it is, um, people are, are looking for the Messiah to fix things. So maybe by then, once he's in office, people will feel better. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, everybody has all the – we thought this in the housing market. Everybody says, oh, once the election's over – then everybody, you know, all the markets will know which way they're going. Well, that's past, and we still don't so see a change no in the market. That's right. So uh, it's a confidence issue, and as long as uh, the Messiah is telling us it's a bad uh, bad situation, then we don't have confidence. And it truly is. All the experts are saying it's confidence, so we need to get confidence back in us. the market by spending money and coming to WestFest, infuse the uh, local economy infuse with some money, spend that money. Otherwise, you know, it's not doing you any good and, saving it you're probably not gonna live long enough to use it anyways spend it now <laughs> you can't take it with you that's right i'm 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 on the ski plan which is spending kids inheritance that's right that's the plan nice. i'm on so <laughs> all right so we're gonna all right, well, we're gonna shut off night, then yeah. say good night all right yeah Richard, good night. Good, and have a pleasant morning <laughs>
wasn't the right.